Check, check. Check, check. This sounds weird. Oh, well. Wait, what do you mean, oh, well? Oh, well. Oh, well. Do you sound weird or we all sound weird? No, I think it's uh, the sound's not coming through the headphones. Oh, okay. oh well. We should probably should have figured this out before we went live. <laughs> but we're live now. Okay, there we go. <clears throat> cool. Check, check, check. Everybody check. Checking. And David Nguyen doesn't want to check. Oh, right. <laughs> check. One, two, three. Oh, okay. shit. Did someone already comment? No. Who's no. something about needs more pengi? That inside joke I don't know about. Uh, that's for me. <laughs> Is that Frankie Griffin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think he just wants to be on the podcast as Pengy the Penguin. Interesting. Oh, right. Right. You told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. And we should also get mic stands, evidently. Mic stands. We have stands. Oh. Yeah. We're too lazy to use them. Yeah. I, w- I work out. You can move your. <laughs> okay. You can move your wire <laughs> to make it look more professional. Less wires on there. Cool. All right, David, lead us off. Hello, and welcome to the Bad Asian Podcast. I am David Nguyen. And I am Imran G. And Imran, who is your Indian friend again? Oh. <laughs> so many Indian friends <laughs> come through this podcast. Tirumari. It's me. I was going to say your last name, but then I didn't want to fuck it up. That's fair. It's Jothi. I was right. Oh. Yeah, 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 Wait, yeah. Indian people can mess up Indian people's names, too? Of course. Have oh, especially you mine. Have you seen Daya's last name? That shit is <laughs> like 26 letters. I thought yeah. you guys just like nail it like instinctively. <laughs> I mean, some of them. That my mom nice. made up my first name, so I'm the only Terramari that exists. That's awesome for yeah, Twitter. But that means that th- it's great <laughs> for it internet for branding. Ter- ter- it's well, so, so she took, well, okay, her name is Tirukamal. My grandmother's name is Mariamal. There's a male version of each, oh, Tirukan nice. and Mariamen, so I'm Terramari. Oh, so uh, you're super fluent in Tamil then. I can understand it. <laughs> uh, what is that? Uh, and Tamil is a South Indian language. Yeah. And how do English people say it? Tamil. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, the Tamil like tigers? No, no, yep. no. The language MIA speaks. <laughs> there that's you go. Uh, yeah, that's there exactly that's it. That's exactly yeah. it. She's, yeah. she's one of the good ones. Ouch. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. Who's, who's the bad one? Is there one? beef? No, I, just been thi- I was thinking because I was listening to your election episode on the way here, and I was like, I, I was telling people last week I'm just kind of tired of supporting Indian people just because they're Indian, like you know, like oh, I remember you've reached the you've reached the zenith. Now. I've I've always been that way though, because like, I remember like there's a local Bay Area Indian magazine called India Current or something like that. Um, and and Bobby Jindal was on the cover when fuck he got elected. That, fuck that! Oh magazine. yeah, fuck Bobby Jindal and 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 fuck that magazine. But like, um, I was just so annoyed with like this whole like, oh, do we really need to support a guy who's clearly not? He doesn't care about us at all, right? Even if he might be one of us. Um. So anyway, Kamala Harris got elected. And Can that's you guys why I was thinking about an it. Indian person. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I think we've disowned Indian people before. Like who? That's a great question. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to ask that question, and I was just like, damn, who have we collectively hated as uh, this area that's called Pakistan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure India has collectively yeah. been, li- and the Kashmir. Right. Wait, you guys have disowned Kashmir? I thought no, you guys no, no, were we want it. Kashmir. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, we don't want to fight over it too much. We can't, we can't look desperate. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. We, we're playing hard to get. Or no, Kashmir is playing hard to get right now. Yeah. Yeah. Playing with our heart or whatever. <laughs> I also never cared about that as a kid. Me never made neither. sense to me. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah, me neither. <sighs> so stupid. <laughs> so wait, why why no love for Bobby Jindal? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Yeah, please. Uh, he's he's risen so high. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's um, opened so many doors for Indian people. <laughs> all the doors and windows. <laughs> and then he shut them all behind him. Yeah, but you know, he opened them. It's yeah. not his fault. You guys but didn't jump he, through it. But then he slammed the door in front of himself as well because then he was like, Republicans can't be stupid. And Republicans are like, we'll show you. And then they just they ruined him <laughs> in I, his career. I just, he's like the worst uh, governor that they've ever had. I think, yeah. right? Like, yeah. he's bankrupted the state. Right, right. Spent all their money on that whitewashed painting. That is my current <laughs> profile photo. <laughs> I feel like this is very biased reporting. <laughs> I, well, from my perspective, uh, I, I have a degree in biology. I'm an Indian guy with a degree in biology. And, and he went to Brown, and he got a degree in biology. And when he started, like, talking to people about how he's anti-evolution, all that stuff, mm-hmm. his professors got together and wrote, wrote a letter, like, denouncing him. I, I that would have crushed me if that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's like, yeah, whatever. And it's like, oh well, fuck you then. How dare you? Isn't what? that politics though? People are constantly slinging shit your way. You just gotta. That's true. But your whole professors. I I maybe maybe I'm too much of a sycophant. Maybe I just hold my professors and. I, I don't know if you about know this about Bobby Jindal. He's all about new friends. There's <laughs> no old friends. <laughs> right, right. And Enron is okay name. with uh, burning bridges and leaving friends behind. <laughs> He's denounced uh, rocket propulsion. <laughs> like, that's just God pulling just rockets <laughs> into heaven. <laughs> All of the professors have come out like gravity, gravity is just a state of mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's only holding you down because you want to be held down. <laughs> yeah. It's You're a force it's a force of attraction, so you can just get over your infatuation with the planet. That's yeah. right, that's yeah. right. It's like I don't need you no more. Earth. Yeah. And that's what climate change away. really yeah. is about. <laughs> it's about lessening uh how much it's gonna cost to get into low earth orbit. Right. That's what Elon Musk is doing. Oh, I got into a mild climate change argument this morning. Nice. Uh, her whole argument was she just commented on a friend status, and her whole argument was like, she was like, well, experts say this, but it's exaggerated. And even if it is true, that means the world is doomed, so who cares? And I'm like, you can't both acknowledge <laughs> and then deny it in the same sentence and then pretend that you've won something. <laughs> well, she denied and then accepted and then just moved and then on. just yeah gave yeah. up yeah <laughs> she went through to like a very nihilistic mm-hmm. conclusion about it mm-hmm. so it's like listen a billion years from now like Gary Johnson's argument yeah. <laughs> a billion years from now so the sun will stupid. envelop the earth so yeah. who gives a fuck yeah so why do anything maybe I'll just go shit myself in the street like who cares that's anymore true. that's what that's kind of what he did during the election <laughs> 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 he just described his whole campaign short of shitting literally in the streets he did everything else he could possibly do to tank his own election and Hillary Clinton's as well. Yeah, and yeah, he still ruined it, yeah. God. Although I do read arguments that Gary Johnson and Jill Stein did not um, cost Hillary the election. Well, they maybe. said 46% of people didn't vote, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could argue that like maybe if Gary Johnson wasn't in the election, those people who voted for him just wouldn't have voted. Yeah, so libertarians so. are very adamant that libertarians but would not have gone over to the Democratic side. They're like former Republicans. Right. However... My argument is that that's presuming that only libertarians were voting for Gary Johnson. Right, right, right. right, right. There were a certain amount who were protest votes. And granted, they probably protest may votes. or may not have voted for Hillary. But, <sighs> you know, you got to blame somebody. You can't blame it's Hillary. It's exhausting. My Jeez. my thing is, like, when they're like 46% of the country didn't vote, I'm like, how many of those people are not allowed to vote because they're True. felons True. or illegal immigrants? I think that's 46% of the population who of, were of eligible, eligible voters to vote. Mm. Not of the actual population because there's children involved. I want to know what the stats are. Like, how many people vote for American Idol versus the election? Right. Yeah. That's been I'm broken sure down. It's depressing. Run. Yeah. I mean, there, but there's also voter ID laws and things like but that. But that's right? not even fair because children can vote for American Idol. They just have to pay the um, texting fee. 
maybe know. that's how we should do it as well. The, the, aren't they lowering the? Wasn't there like a, a proposition for San Francisco of lowering the the voting age or something like that? What to like sixteen or something? Yeah, Why? I don't Why? remember if it passed. I've been so depressed this week that I forgot to check. I I think it could be interesting. I I, I would argue that uh, voting is too top heavy in terms of the elderly right now because. I mean, maybe I'm totally stereotyping here, but like, what more do they have to lose? You know, <laughs> they they go to the offices and 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 they just vote against the future because because they have these preconceived notions, and and if if you if you just include younger people, right? It's just eighteen to twenty five. I think it was blue across the country. That if is, you look at I, the, I saw the that chunks, yeah. yeah. But then a lot of eighteen to twenty fives didn't vote. I, I remember. So are you trying to say like after a certain age, like somebody shouldn't vote, somebody shouldn't have rights anymore? anymore? Well, because you know who no. said that? Hitler. <laughs> 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 I'm not even joking. Hitler was famous for his <laughs> hating old people, and that was the only thing he was famous for. Um, no, I, I don't think that. I just think more young people should vote and need to vote. And and the question is how? Because I mean, okay, so there there was an interview with someone who was pretty high up in the marriage equality movement, mm-hmm. and like after the Supreme Court decision. He was giving this interview, and he was like, I kind of hate saying this, but the real reason why this passed was because right. old people have died enough. Like, oh. enough homophobes have died. I see. That the country has shifted. And that, that's, that's I don't like that. I don't like accepting the fact that we just have to wait for people to die before change can happen. So you want to start a mass homicide <laughs> movement. Yep, yep, yeah. Kill all old people. Logan's, <laughs> Logan's run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I used to be actually a pretty big ageist. I used to hate older people quite a bit. Man. Um, Why? Because his grandma's a piece of shit, (laughs) man. (laughs) Um, No, okay, honestly, uh, this is your death. This is a story that I really like telling. You don't understand how bad her cookies were, Because (laughs) all through elementary school, you know those, like, stupid report cards with, like, the little supplementary numbers or whatever, the, like, oh, respects elders or whatever, whatever. I always got, like, perfect marks on that because I was respectful. But, like, in my head, I was like, you guys don't fucking know what you're – because I was pretty young when I realized that most adults are full of shit and don't know what they're talking about. And, like – okay, so I'll tell this story. Um, My brother – Looks nothing like me. Uh, he just grew up very differently from me. So he was a very Bobby Chindal. <laughs> <laughs> and he I hate him. So, okay, so first off, your brother's super ugly, <laughs> and he's super dumb. Oh, thanks. He looks <laughs> like he looks nothing like you now. <laughs> and he plays a lot of sports and is bald. Yeah, he's he is large and uh, he's he's he works out and stuff. He like lifts and things like that. So we don't look anything alike. Um, uh, but but when he was younger, he was he was a big. He's not gonna like me singing. He was a big kid. Um. And, uh, I, you know, when we go to Indian family get-togethers, all of the aunties would be like, oh, he looks so great. Like, he's so healthy looking and all this kind of stuff. And they would always say that I was puny or scrawny. Those are the two words. Oh. You're so puny. You're so scrawny. Get some more food in you. All that kind of stuff. I was tired of it. I was like, I don't really care. Um, we had an Indian doctor, a Tamil doctor, actually, who started taking, like, w- during his usual checkups, she was like, he's probably going to have diabetes in, like, a year if you don't change this. And, and she, Who like... you? No, not me. My brother. Because oh. he was so heavy. And, like, she freaked the hell out of my mom. And my mom was terrified. And, like, uh, I started having to take my brother's blood sugar every day. And, like, we changed his diet and all of this kind of stuff. And he started, you know, uh, doing soccer. And, like, he grew. He, like, he hit puberty. And right, so he started... Right. Gr- and so then he lost a ton of weight. And it was great. And the doctor was like, he's in the clear. We're set. Um... And and the thing was that I remember that was around the time when he was losing all that weight. He was still doing soccer, and I was sitting on the sidelines, like just it was a cold day. I was miserable. I wasn't paying attention to anyone, and I heard all the white parents going like, like you know, oh good good hustle MJ. That's what they would call it. Like, good hustle MJ. And then they started whispering to each other, and they'd be like, man, yeah, he's he's 
certainly eating a lot. I wonder what his mom's feeding him. Like they would just shit on my brother's weight. Oh. The, all these old white people, and then and then, the kicker to this whole story is that the next week we went to an Indian family get together, and all the parents there were like, "What's wrong with Muni's friend? He's so scrawny. <laughs> he's so puny." And I was like, "Adults don't know shit. <laughs> they don't know shit." It was it was maddening. Skinny and who's fat? Yeah, I was really mad about that. And so I, I know that's like a silly childhood bias to hold on to, but I. I've yet to see older generations prove me wrong. You know what's funny? It's like I heard that story and I thought you were going to go in a different direction. I thought you were going to be like, I fucking made him. <laughs> <laughs> he was all fat. I took his blood sugar every day. It's like he wouldn't be shit if it wasn't for me. I made him into the soccer star Again, that he more is today. He, he Emron's ego. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time. Every time. He's like, oh, he wasn't actively listening at all. <laughs> he was just off in his own imagination. <laughs> Inputting his own self into your story. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever listen to our podcast episode with Imran as of a guest? Not. Okay, that's <laughs> fair. I know. I he wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt. He doesn't share any podcast. <laughs> <laughs> his own podcast, much less yeah, other people's fair podcasts. Enough. Uh, so uh, my podcast is about Super Smash Brothers characters, and Imran was on the Ganondorf episode. Yeah. He's a huge Legend of Zelda fan. But there's a chunk in the episode where Imran <laughs> speaks very warmly of both Ganondorf and Donald Trump. <laughs> and this was very early in the primaries, too. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain to me what I said about Trump? You, you, because you also brought this up at your live show that I was on, the Halloween show last year, mm-hmm. the uh, the storytelling show, because you mentioned that you felt like Trump can't be as stupid as everyone's saying he is because he's so rich. That was your main argument. Oh. And so in the Gandorf episode, you were saying that Gandorf is just misunderstood. And then he's trying to do a greater good thing. And I was like, this is so bizarre <laughs> hearing this from Imran. <laughs> I never thought you were this sympathetic to narcissists. Because <laughs> no he is a narcissist. I have no comments. <laughs> I have no comments. You are the nicest narcissist that I've ever Speaking met. Speaking of which, do you know anybody who makes busts of people's faces? Because <laughs> I'm looking for a friend. <laughs> Well, you're talking to a cartoonist that draws himself every day as a warm-up exercise. So. Oh, that's right. Well, you've drawn a lot of our, uh, our covers. That's you're, true. Yeah, I, I believe one of your drawings is the cover for our yeah. podcast. Yeah, I'm sure there's a folder somewhere on my desktop filled with pictures of the two of you <laughs> <laughs> that I use for reference and reference alone. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Pants off referencing. Yeah. <laughs> Late night underwear list referencing. So earlier on, you said you were very depressed this week. Yeah. Is it because of the election? Yes. And why is it bummed <laughs> you out so Also, just who much? I am as a person. Okay. Um, are you moving oh, we'll to get Can- into that also sure, afterwards. Uh, are you moving to Canada? No. <sighs> are you no. moving to India? Uh, <laughs> definitely not. I did I did Google if there was a stand-up scene in Chennai, and there is, and they do, like, English stand-up. And so I think if I, I if my girlfriend and I do end up I met a couple of the dudes who work out there. Oh, really? They see fest. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So, can, I mean. I can, I can link you up. Great, yeah. I'd, I'd love to do stand-up in the state that I was born in. It'll be really weird. Um, oh, wait, you were born in India? I was born in India, yeah. Oh, yeah, I just saw a picture. You just got citizenship. Well, I, no, I got my new passport. Oh, I've had citizenship since I was eight. Man, fuck that. <laughs> it's not as good of a story. Yeah. <laughs> I just it didn't can have my be password. revoked. <laughs> you just outed yourself. Okay, I dragged you off the topic. Uh, David's question. Being depressed about the election. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it certainly I bought into the hype, and I, I checked 538 every day and all that kind of stuff. It just was depressing. People keep, like, accusing me. Wait, what's 538? Me. It's um, Nate Silver's website. Nate Silver's that famous statistics guy. Everyone still doesn't know who that is. He just He's nodded. the guy who fucked up the election, right? Who kept <laughs> on putting up numbers out there that obviously weren't correct. Right, because everyone trusted him because he's been right like 
all the time. The only time he's been wrong, notably, was when Donald Trump won the primary. Okay. And so everyone's like, don't trust Nate Silver's site anymore. And then he released a statement. He was like, we modified our algorithm. We just didn't predict Trump would be this good. We just didn't factor him in. And so now we've modified our numbers. And now this is definitely right. And then, like, in a matter of hours, his numbers just plummeted. And he was like, he was like, never mind, we're calling you for Trump. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, there was, there was definitely like that complacency feeling, just the, the rug pulled out from underneath you. Um, it, this is embarrassing to admit as a grown man, but like I, when I was like trying to watch TV and like, and, and work out, um, <laughs> I don't mean to make that sound so professional. I was just doing something to, to occupy the time and I kept switching back to the, the site. And then once he hit like 80%, mm-hmm. I remember just letting out an audible gasp. <laughs> I just was like, <gasps> and then I was like, no, uh, you're an adult. Come on. Let's not react like that but it it i don't know certainly there's a possibility that trump in the office won't enact all of the horrifying shit that he said Look, is that like wishful thinking i i think it's more it's it wouldn't surprise me because obama kind of did the opposite where he promised a bunch of stuff and, <laughs> and <laughs> like i mean i think that's like the reality of being a politician is that you 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 oversell to your party and then when you get into the office you have to drift more moderate to satisfy even more forces at play in the White House. So, so do you think Muslims will be put into summer camps? Because well, I'm did you, completely did you, down. Did you hear what happened like last week? No. They they quietly erased that PDF saying that they want to ban all Muslims. They just removed it from the website and haven't acknowledged it. Oh. They just ha- they they're pretending that it's not there. I mean, he's already backed off of repealing all of Obamacare. Right, and right, right, right. Provisions that he but likes. At I don't the know same which time, it's it is kind of still like a cartoon show because he's he's like he it's like a bunch of bits where he's just going like, oh, the EPA, here's a climate denier to have that. Oh, the the Secretary of Education, here's Ben, ben Carson. Carson. But he is a, a guy who surgeon. doesn't value education. <laughs> he is he's a, a neurosurgeon. He also he doesn't will, believe in evolution. Yeah, you you have to be biased. Yeah, I was a pre-med. Because he's reached a level beyond evolution, <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I was a pre-med at Berkeley, and like one of the the more annoying things about being a pre-med there was just the idiots you ran across, like who were incredibly good at taking tests, had incredible memories, mm-hmm. were were sharp as fuck when it came to like chirality of organic molecules or whatever but then would just say the stupidest things and and it was just a matter of like oh you're gonna have terrible bedside manner you're gonna be a shit doctor and you're not gonna be willing to critically think about anything you're just gonna read medical journals and memorize everything and then just be kind of an annoying human being (laughs) and so people like ben carson exist all over the country where where they're they're successful medical professionals but they've never bothered to actually work on their critical thinking skills. You don't need that. to be a critical thinker to be a surgeon. Oh, nice. That's just the kind of the truth. <laughs> you, you you have to be very skilled in a lot of other ways, but you don't need to, like, you don't have to improvise in surgery. You know what I mean? You don't have to think on your feet when you're doing a brain what surgery. What if you nick something or something? <laughs> <laughs> then you so just like lie. Ben Carson's, like, doing... Uh, a surgery on somebody's brain, and someone went zip zap soft. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to. He wouldn't be able to. Yes, and you know, he'd be like, "Here's a scalpel," and he'd be like, "Uh, uh, well, uh I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Donald Trump," and then he'll just start doing a bad Donald Trump impression over this brain. It's like, oh, that's what he always does in these scenes. He just does that one impression. It. I mean, I don't, I don't totally mean that, but he also has a team of professionals that'll help him out. Maybe things could go bad but in the operating, like the but they'll be there to help him out. Yeah, yeah isn't, probably. Isn't Amorosa in there for some reason? Like, probably, why yeah. is she in there? He has a collection of supervillains uh, <laughs> around him. It, it feels that way. It's it's 
It would be funny if it wasn't real. When you look at <laughs> is he the Legion of Doom? Is that what he is? <laughs> Meanwhile, the Legion of Doom. <laughs> is there like an offshoot of the Legion of Doom? That's um, not that you know the all the B list super. Oh players. yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's What's Flash's Cap- rogues yeah, gallery. That's what I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, the, uh, like the Captain Cold. And yeah, yeah. That, what were they called? Trump's cabinet. I right, right, right. Rogues gallery. Maybe. There, I think they had like a name, the gentleman something. Oh, I should know this. I'm wearing this shirt and I don't is know what it I'm like the Suicide Squad? <laughs> <laughs> no, the Suicide Squad in the comic books is actually pretty cool and so is the Secret Six. Um, but they're but not like the upper echelon of super no, villains. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they so could be the Secret class. Six. Yeah, like yeah. Lex Luthor is obviously the smartest, most right. um, gifted they're super like villain. They're like the Justice League, not Justice League, the Teen Titan counterpart. Yeah, that's mm. what I'm saying. Yeah. Hive. Yeah. Yeah, Lex Luthor. Ugh. We can talk about how much I hate portrayals of Lex Luthor. Do you do you really want to get into this? Cause well, we had no, because I think we agree about this. Is that I like Lex Luthor from the cartoons and the comic books, where he's like actually a built, like kind of perfect man, because he's essentially Bruce Wayne with an insecurity complex. Is how I I think of Lex Luthor. Ooh, interesting. Because because in the movie with Jesse Eisenberg, no, he's not a tiny little nerd with a Napoleon complex. Right. He's 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 a perfect man with every skill you can hope for as a human being, and then he's constantly thwarted by Superman because he can never surpass that guy. Right. And he's so not that's like super. physically. Physically, or like, I mean, he oh, can get a Superman's suit or whatever. Smart though, right? But he's Superman not is very smart. Okay. He's I feel smart. like he's not that smart. Yeah, everyone he just no, Superman. He just <laughs> takes shit to his uh, his what is that? His giant computer cave. His giant computer cave, and yeah. he's like, "Hey, future tech." He's yeah, like, yeah, "Computer, yeah. what does this do?" And it's like, it's like, <laughs> but he has well, like a photographic memory. He can read really fast. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard out of here. I don't believe any of that. <laughs> Listen, I feel like he all he does <laughs> is just go to the Fortress of Solitude, and it's like, "Hey Siri, what's this?" Like that's what I think. Superman is a very capable surgeon. All right, he doesn't need to do critical thinking. <laughs> but he can absorb all that technology, and he does really well with tests. How That's well it. could he be as a journalist, really? He could probably get into an Ivy League school, no problem. That's what I would assume. Yeah. A guy, maybe he's, under a, like an affirmative a, action he program because he's the last of his kind. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, throwing down. <laughs> That's how everyone would throw down. Like, you don't deserve affirmative to be action. Here, yeah. <laughs> 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 I have to work. See, everyone has a Lex Luthor complex yeah. about well, it. Well, we've had this conversation the, yeah. before, where it's like I fly, I like Lex. I don't. Like yeah. Super, if I could pick, I would rather be Lex Luthor than Superman. Oh, Superman immediately. I feel I like we're two sides of the same coin because I, I also know that you want to go into space. And that's been my dream since I was like four years old. Nice. And I, I knew very young because I remember I had a set of encyclopedias that a friend, uh, a family friend gave to me. And like um, you I had just the would read the, you had the Britannicas. Yeah. Up, yeah. And, and like, then I, I would read the astronaut article. And I remember reading one point. I was like five or six. And I read at one point. It was like uh, astronauts on average are five, six, five, seven. And I was like, well. <laughs> and then I just like immediately gave up because I was like I'm never getting <laughs> to that height, and and that was really stupid. I remember like, how, I how tried. tall are you? Uh, I'm like five five. You can still five, five, no. Six. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Now Average I'm an adult for now. Men, <laughs> yeah, five six for like yeah. the ladies. It's like much. I lower. Could be a female astronaut. Yeah, you but, could be great female <laughs> astronaut. Um, but I mean, I I knew as a kid I was like okay, so then my other option is to be as rich as possible, yep. and so <laughs> you know the uh, technical term for a female astronaut is just astronaut. By the way. <laughs> I did not. Thank you for that. <laughs> David Newman. Not an astronaut. Oh, We're God. still trying to tear down the patriarchy, Emron. <laughs> uh, yeah, those those collections of tweets from like Asian Americans getting like attacked and, and yeah, yelled yeah, at and yeah. stuff like that. David <sighs> showed me an article about uh what was it, a white female who had black face on mm-hmm. in front of a union flag? <sighs> no. I heard about the Confederate flag. Confederate flag. flag. <laughs> the union. <laughs> yeah, what did one. I say? What did I say? The union flag. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those days. Due to the fallout of the Trump 
presidency there right. has been i feel like an empowerment within a certain kind of white person mm -hmm. who is screaming out like they used to have all this anger yeah and yeah now they're channel it's still like they're happy but it's like an angry kind of happy it's, you know yeah. yeah i was talking it's with so my friend this morning i don't i mean i understand the cognitive dissonance it's easy to just explain what it is but like i've never mentally been in a position where i can hold those kind of opinions i i had a facebook friend who like met me on Reddit and like I drew some art for him and he friended me on Facebook and he's like a nice guy and he spent like three months trying to get me to go to Transformers conventions with him. I'm really painting a great picture of Reddit here. Um, <laughs> but like he was like a nice enough guy and then he just started showing up and like he wasn't even super angry or, or rude but he would try to mildly defend Trump or whatever. And then I was like what is this guy's deal all of a sudden? I checked his profile and there's like several pictures of him with a Confederate flag and I was like why are we Facebook friends? <laughs> you have to have seen everything I share every day. But I think, like, blocking that kind of dude makes it worse for you. And him yeah. blocking you makes it worse for well, him. Well, so he was, like, maybe one of two, three people I've been friended this year. I'm actually very pro not unfriending people. Yeah, um, me too. I, I respect people who do that because I know a lot of my female friends, uh, women of color especially, get harassed to the point where they're threatened every day. And so okay. it's like, yeah, go ahead and block those assholes. Sure. That's perfect. But, um, but like somebody I'm who no just has a different opinion than you, I don't think should be blocked. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm fine with that overall. Um, I just get tired of people sometimes where, like, you know, you think they're friends and you're like, well, I'll just – I won't unfriend you, but I won't put you on my feet anymore because I just don't need your See, shit. this is the problem. If Superman and Lex Luthor hadn't unfriended each other on Facebook – and just follows each other's posts. Right. I feel like they would have grown as we can, a people. We can heal the divide. Yes. <laughs> I've had enough arguments with people this year where I, I'm starting to realize that I can't educate everyone. I, I've had successes, which I think poisoned me because I, I thought I could have successes with everyone as long as I as long as long I talked with them enough. And I was like careful enough no. with my rhetoric and I laid out everything nope. perfectly. Yeah. I had an argument with a neo-Nazi a few weeks ago who lives in San Francisco. And uh, he hated me, uh, but he kept insisting that white Europeans were genetically superior because of IQ, IQ scores. And I was like, well, I have a degree in biology, and also I understand statistics, so you're <laughs> wrong. <laughs> and he was like, appeal to authority. And I'm like, oh, god damn it. This appeal to authority? It's a, it's a favorite logic fallacy, a logical fallacy that a lot of people use. Okay. A, a very popular like white nerd way of arguing is to just point sure. out logical fallacies in your argument and then okay. assume that they've won somehow. But appeal to authority doesn't even apply because you have to explain what that is. Um, it's it's this idea that like uh someone in a position of power or like high up in academia has a more valid opinion than other people, and sometimes that's not true, which is why like I, Ben Carson. I, yes, a good example is like when or Lex Luthor creationists are like, look at this guy with a PhD in chemistry who doesn't think evolution it was like, well, that's an appeal to authority. He's still wrong. Right. But at the same time, there's something to be said about if you have expertise in the relevant field that you're talking about, which right. in this case was genetics. Sure. I was like, I've studied genetics more than you. I can guarantee that much. Then it's not a logical fallacy. You're just mad that I know more than you. <laughs> so, mm. yeah. But he also called me a lot of other things uh, that weren't really... I'm I'm drawing a blank. to the... Yeah, 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 yeah. I, he, called me, he called me cuck face. <laughs> I'm a cuck-faced oh, yeah. faggot. And that's that? the last time I'm going to say that word, but what? What is that? A, a cuck? Yeah. You know, with cucks, it's it's a really popular argument uh, that the alt right or insult that the alt right uses. 4chan made it really popular. Okay. A, a cuck is just a cuckold, right? Um, the idea of someone fucking your wife or whatever behind your back. Uh -huh. Um, and then and then there's a weird racial tone to the idea of a cuck because uh, a lot of uh, there's like a lot of fetishes online of like white couples where the wife will sleep with a black man in front of the husband, and that's like a thing that they get off on. Which I don't. That's if that's sure. your thing, that's cool. Sure. But like 4chan and other like racist kind of groups 
took that as like a sign of the white man's waning weakness. power. Is yeah, it weakness? yeah. I can see that. And so they call you a cuck now because they're <laughs> implying that you're getting cheated on, uh, which whatever. <laughs> it's like a more uh, a deeper, stronger word for beta male. Exactly. He also did oh. call me. A, he did call me a beta as well because okay. I because I made fun of him. So he was very upset because n- the way I've been making fun of these people now has been really upsetting. The right, I just ask them if they're lonely and if they have people okay. that love them, yeah. <laughs> and they get really upset about that. <laughs> so like, that's not the issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Have, has anyone hugged you this week? And they're like, they're like, all right, you, you cuck. And I'm like, good one, man. Next time, <laughs> cool. Next time somebody calls you a beta male, yeah, you should be like, I'm a VHS. <laughs> 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 I saw you smirk earlier, and I was like, I feel like he has a pun yeah. coming up. <laughs> no, that's that's fair. <laughs> I've I've been resorting to just making fun of people. I had an argument with a guy named Amir yesterday, who was uh who was who was really angry. He told me to shoot myself in the head oh. because I said that this stuff he wasn't. I I was like at this point where I'm kind of exhausted, so I was like, honest question: Are you a troll? Because if you're not a troll. I'll I'll have this conversation with you if you are and then and then he got really angry and and so uh, to make fun of him I was like oh I triggered the troll and then he was like maybe you should pull the trigger to the gun at your head and I was like okay I don't know where we're going with it then he was like your name is weird I'm like your name is Amir <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a very weird conversation his last name wait how do you get into well? these conversations no. are um, you just on the internet I'm just I work from home <laughs> and uh, and are you fighting on Reddit or on your Facebook on Facebook it's all Facebook so is it like other people's posts well, who comment and then like a racist person will say something pretty and m- it's usually other them. people's stuff there are a few uh, Facebook friends of mine there's a guy from Poland who like will in fact he might be watching right now um who just will not understand racism or sexism or anything and he keeps like just the other day he was like what's wrong if the KKK and neo-nazis endorse Trump and I'm like what do you what do you think is wrong about that? I, I asked him if he believed that I was genetically inferior to him, and then he wouldn't give me a yes or no answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, then there's that, I guess. But what yeah. is the what's the term for that uh, that kind of thinking process? Cognitive dissonance? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Uh, eugenics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Eugenics, yeah, right? yeah. Where it's like mm-hmm. they think that white people's brains are bigger. And oh yeah, yeah. Infer- like phrenology skull. as yeah, well. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Measuring the the skull bumps, <laughs> and then talking about how. Yeah, ugh, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Is it, though? <laughs> it doesn't seem all that interesting. <laughs> it's just like that's how they try to justify. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. that. That's what I find interesting where it's like, oh, yeah, th- it's it's just because, you know, look their at their brains. Their skulls are skulls weird. Are like, yeah. Man, all you were dropped on your heads is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but, yeah. So, you're in an interracial relationship? With what? I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of white people, sticking it to the man. Uh, sticking, speaking of but white specifically people, specifically not a man. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's great. Uh, uh, oh, question. Yeah. When you first got with your girlfriend, mm-hmm. did you wait six months before you told all your other friends that you were dating her? No, they knew immediately. Okay. <laughs> I was like very psyched. So it's not part of Indian culture to withhold that information. Well, I don't know if I'm the best indicator of Indian culture. Okay. I have a few leftovers. Like, I, I can be cheap sometimes mm-hmm. or I can be, like, a little... I, I can be really hesitant with sharing my life on Facebook, but, like, yeah. Um, so it's just sharing your life in general. Well, yeah, like, my general stuff. Like, I, I, I see... I have a lot of friends who are like, today I went and got ice cream, and I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm not gonna share that. I'm yeah. gonna go get ice cream. Right. You don't need to know that. Mm-hmm. That that kind of stuff. It just seems really weird sharing so much. I also, I, you know, you're taught to be humble and, like, not to brag and, like... Right. So it's very weird. Like, I, I feel terrible. Wait, Indian people are taught to be modest um 
Usually, yeah. I mean, it's not as extreme as like Japan or something, but it's still pretty. You're supposed to celebrate the successes of of the family. Yeah. Mm. Not the. I mean, if the individual like crushes it in some way, yeah, they'd Mm -hmm. be like, "Oh, my son did this," but Mm -hmm. you'll never be running around parading unless you're trying to get your child married. Right. Then it's just constant, (laughs) constant like. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point though, because like yeah, like that's the only way Indian parents know how to brag about themselves is to brag about their children because it's a reflection on themselves. So look at look how great my son is. By definition or by by conjecture, you can assume that I'm amazing as well, Mm -hmm. and that's like the best way they have of bragging about themselves. Um, Yeah, it's still it's still very ingrained, uh, but. You know, uh, uh, when it comes to like like conservative Indian social values, I don't think I have any of those. <laughs> and so, what are those? Uh, uh, filial duty. <laughs> I okay. definitely don't have that. You know, you know for sure. I might as well just. Say I don't have a great relationship with my parents. Um, I, I don't speak with them very often. Uh, I very rarely see them. Um, like it sometimes can be like months or a year or two at a time. Uh, do they live in the states? They do, yeah. Okay. They live really close, actually. <laughs> 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 they live in the East Bay, uh, but you know. You're like, we don't go to that part of town. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just never go there. That's where all the minorities are. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> but uh, they have said that. I can't wait, <laughs> can't wait till that. Trump deports. <laughs> <laughs> do your parents have citizenship? Um, they yeah, they do. Yeah, okay. they both they both got their citizenship a while ago. Um, yeah, I mean, you know. They 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 vote liberal Democrat, but like they still embrace a lot of uh, Indian social. Uh, well, that's what I've customs. always said. Where it's like yeah. if you, if we created a kind of a Republican party or a conservative party that wasn't racist, it would just be full of Indian and Asian people. <laughs> like that's it. Yeah, seriously though, yeah. Because <laughs> they're more conservative. I feel like more people lean towards mm-hmm. liberal because mm-hmm. of the racist undertones that are with the Republicans. Yeah, but if you actually look at it in terms of core values, most like what do you think conservative core values are, and how does that align with uh, older uh, generation Indian family unity with? above the individual? Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Number one, they don't like giving money towards anybody. But isn't that more social though? It will sure. I mean, uh, conservative economic values are to things me, that can be defended, mm-hmm. but the social customs and the social values are definitely. More Judeo-Christian than anything. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. conservative uh, fiscal policies. I, I'm not unfriending people just because like you have an yeah. issue with how high taxes are. Right, that's right. not the issue. Right, right, right. But as far as so democratic or liberal social values compared to that of conservative social values, mm-hmm. if you were saying that if there was a party that was just fiscally conservative without any of the social baggage you think that there would be more Indians oh, yeah, and Asians. Yeah, that so makes a what lot of sense. So you think that Asian people love low taxes? Um, I think they love saving. Uh, there, there's, there was like a really good article I read once comparing American companies to like Japanese companies. Any money that we make is ours. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Unless you're <laughs> like, I want to give this money. Unless you tell them straight up, be like, oh, no, no, this money is going to be used for school. Then mm. everybody be like, yeah, you can take the money. Yeah, from school. yeah, schools would be like, overfunded. It'll yeah, be great. Oh, <laughs> um, but if Asians were in power yeah. here. But like in terms of like welfare, that would be I think gone. Yeah, I mean, if you look at what like Duarte is doing right now in the Philippines, right, mm-hmm. uh, murdering drug dealers and addicts, uh, even though what but that's it is, not it's like a, economic though. Well, it's 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 because 
I guess it's not economic per se, but like it, it is this idea of like not being able to give welfare to drug addicts per se, like not not helping them in terms of the fact that it's a health crisis as opposed to so a again, crime that's crisis. More of a social thing. But but we're talking about safety nets and welfare. Uh huh. Then then not giving money to these people because it's 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 more of a mentality to blame the homeless in in a, in a conservative sense. Okay. Instead of instead of acknowledging that society creates is these that patterns how it's, uh, of treated in India. Oh, they just don't give a fuck about them. They're yeah. Like they're poor, and then they just are invisible. Yeah. What? Well, God, I remember this one moment where I was really young in India, and like a bunch of beggars were following us around. And I say beggars literally because like that was like their whole thing. And so they were following us around in a crowd. And I was like, maybe it's because of the way I'm dressed. Like maybe they can tell. And I asked my uncle, and he got a little mad at me. I remember so distinctly, he was like so mad at me, and I was taken aback. And he was like, he was like, it's your fault. And I'm like, why? And he was like, because you made eye contact with them, and they could tell that you <laughs> you, you pity them. And I was like, of course I feel bad for them. Why wouldn't I? I was being That's made to weakness. feel bad for. Yeah, I got yelled at for that once too. But I gave somebody uh, ten rupees, <gasps> and then they descended. <laughs> like I'm not even lying. Sure, like a, a shit ton of them. And I was like, "What the hell's going on?" I was like, and the way it reminded me was like, "How much is ten rupees?" Quite it's a bit. Um, but it's like nothing to us. It's like nothing at, to at us. At the time, it was. It's like a. I knew a you. It must have been like a nickel. <laughs> yeah, oh a dollar. God. It's, a, it's yeah. a dollar at the time was like uh, forty-eight rupees. Uh-huh. Oh sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. So fifty cents. So yeah. Was what forty-eight divided by two? I cannot do math right now. Yeah, it's twenty. Twenty-ish. Twenty-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-four. So like whatever. Yeah. So it's like it's it, it's cents on the dollar. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like I was like, here's ten rupees, and then all of a sudden they all just come out of the woodworks. It reminded me of like. You know when you first throw bread <laughs> at like uh, a bunch oh. of birds, right. and then like a shit ton of them come down. I was just right, like, right. And I was like, oh no, that's all the money I have. And right. they were like, you can't do that here. Like you can't. Mm-hmm. Like they blind kids and like cut people's hands off on purpose. And I was like, that's the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, where can I do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many rupees is that <laughs> to, to blind a I child? Like, you don't have to tell me that. I also have seen Slumdog. <laughs> I'm on vacation. I'm going to do yeah. what the locals do. Imran runs his own racket. Yeah. You're telling me this like I don't know how to do it already. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I certainly. I'm the Lex Luthor in India. I don't yeah. know if you know this. Right. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, the homeless people are, are seen as as uh, completely to blame for their own issues. And I mean, there's gonna be homeless people that maybe it's their fault <laughs> that they're in their situation. But yeah. like, the sheer majority are clearly not there because of that. Um, I feel like India has a system where it's like the only thing that can pull you up by your quote unquote bootstraps mm-hmm. is education. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. education is the only way out. It's our basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so accurate. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, you're 100% right. I remember I being in like the... I feel like that's everybody else's <laughs> basketball. It is. I think it's exclusively for it is, but like certain African-Americans. <laughs> but you're kind, of a, you're kind of a superstar with it. Uh, people that I didn't... I'd never met in my life when we go to India, they would like come up to me and be like, I know about your mom. And I'm like, what? Because she had gotten the highest math score in her state mm-hmm. in, going into college. She got a full ride. Boom. To a university, and then that university yo, had one if, had if a you statue were in America, outside. Someone's like, "Yo, I know your mom." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I was on that yeah. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. Well, you do not have a statue. <laughs> what you say? I'm punching you in the face. Yo, she got the high score of the state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's got straight A's when it comes to head. Her A game. Her head game is A. a her SATs are just. Yeah, I gave her sixteen hundred on her dome game. <laughs> 
Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, keep going, please. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, but there was a statue outside of the university that she went to of that Indian astrologer who invented calculus just on a whim so oh. he could measure distances between stars, and that's Sagan how he figured out the planet was round. Oh, fuck Something like that. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, totally. And everyone admires nerd. him. Uh, but, of course, it was several thousand years before white people, so check yourself. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the rule of set, they didn't invent calculus. <laughs> The only, wi- the only white person listening to this is your girlfriend. <laughs> probably, probably. Hey, babe. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, Jordan actually taught me a lot about racism and race rhetoric and things like that. Of course she because, did. Well, because, like... <laughs> she kept calling you Sander. <laughs> wow. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I like I'm how sorry. you, you half-mumbled it just to get through yeah. the slur. <laughs> I thought if you could laugh over it, we're not going to get letters. <laughs> we're not going to know what oh, you just said. Man. Yo, I don't uh, know that guy, by the way. He just kind of showed up. Sure, sure. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, because I'd always been, like, kind of uncomfortable with, like, you know, like, white people, like, going, like, oh, I can't wait to go do yoga, namaste, and, like, shit like that, or, like, they'd wear bindis around, and I'm like, why do, why do I, a little, yeah, Uh for, for young women, and, like, it's just like, why do I hate this? Like, why do I, why am I so uncomfortable with this? Because I I don't get mad when I meet white people, when I met white people at the temple, because they'd be, like, they'd be, they'd be committed, and they'd be be all in. Yeah, they were way more devout than I ever was, and, and so. But you feel like, because you're Indian, you're like, somehow more. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, I was, I was cool with them, but then, like, I would see people on the streets, like, doing this shit, and I was like, why do I hate this so much? And then, like, I started dating Jordan, and, like, in, like, a month, she was like, she was like, oh yeah, appropriation, and I was like, what is that word? <laughs> I, my mind just blew up in like a few months. I was just like reading all this stuff, and I was like, this is what I've been complaining about for years, but I've never been able to articulate it. Okay, where do you draw the line between appreciation and appropriation? That's a great question. Um, honestly, it's it's depends. On, it always depends on context. Because like, if a white person wears a bindi, that yeah, make you mad. But if they wear a bindi to your wedding, that would be great. Uh, I mean, in fact, we're gonna be going to India for a cousin's wedding, and and, um, and is Jordan wearing a bindi? No, not a bindi. But uh, the the my family's already been like, we're gonna get a great sorry for Jordan. It'll be great. And Jordan was very hesitant because they just didn't want to step on any toes. And then, uh, but she's super woke. He's like, oh no no, I can't. <laughs> That's appropriate. Very she, much so. She yeah. knows appropriation doesn't so, uh, exist in India. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just gonna wear a it's white just dress. Acceptance. I'll be fine. Well, it's just, that's like, the thing. It's, it's like, like, yo, look at that. That's a white person wearing right, a sari. Right. So like in that's, Indian, a, that's how it is in India. Indian like people are so excited about like you know like the music videos. Those racist music videos came out. They're like, let's just do like fake uh, you know religious dance in saris and stuff like that with some Indian backup dancers. And Indian people in India will be like, that's so great. What are you complaining about? Yeah. But I think the issue is that they don't know the context because they live in such a homogenous country that they don't really understand how that would well, feel. What is the context then? The context is basically: is it a costume or are you participating? <laughs> To me, whenever I see like Gwen Stefani do that kind of shit, I'm like, oh, she's just uh, she's trying to appeal to the locals so that they will buy yeah. her shit. Like this maybe is a, so. this is a move right, for right. money. Right. I mean, maybe maybe so, but like I, I think because like J Lo or something right, right. went to India or Shakira, right? Completely all India now, and then her album sales like tripled. Yeah. Yeah, but like that—that's the thing. It plays into these weird subconscious notes. Like, even if people aren't aware of it, like uh, uh, Gwen Stefani's Japanese backup singers yeah. and dancers have like gone on record and they'd be like, "I love my time." I don't know uh, why people are saying it's racist, but right. it's like, well, what do you think a kid internalizes when they see a white woman up front singing the focus and then Asian people in the background? I mean, like, yeah, maybe I'm sounding a little too academic and like highfalutin, but like, sure. I think there's a valid point to that idea that like, you know. I, I remember I read a post just the other day of a black gamer talking about how, like, you don't know how weird it is to see black 
main characters in video games. He was talking about Left 4 Dead 2 and like okay. how awesome it was that there were two yeah, black yeah, main because yeah. it, it stands out to you. And it's like one of those things where you do a game where you character create, you create your own character. Right. Like, doesn't it sometimes feel weird to make them dark? To us, I, I for me it was the case okay. where I would make a dark person and then that person would stand out like a sore thumb. And like mm-hmm. it, you know, it wasn't because I have this insecurity and it's my fault. It's because that's literally the media that I've been fed for decades. I see. It it becomes it becomes a part of your thinking without you even realizing it. It's very insidious. Well, can people of color appropriate white culture? So that's a fair question as well. Yeah, um, Mr. X-Men shirt-wearing man. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's, there's you're no appropriating so I do Marvel no culture. <laughs> there's no Indian mutants that I know of. <laughs> yeah, there there's, really aren't. Uh, there's one Arab mutant, yes. and she can control the sand cause while she's wearing a burqa. You know. You know, Arab, Arab people. <laughs> um, but, uh, okay, so uh, that's another valid question. I, I think I remember seeing a documentary about Japan because Japan is very notorious for this, and Japan is a very good example of what racism is because racism, the more modern definition, is the idea that the government and every institution in this country is kind of on your side, and that makes you the privileged person. Okay. So the Japanese uh, have a history, and I, I really sound like an asshole talking about a culture that I, I've, n- I've never been to the country, so I could be wrong. No, you're American, so it's good. Yeah, I've, read, <laughs> I've read enough. Um, but, like, you know, th- there's, a, there's a native population known as the Ainu, and they, they persecuted the hell out of the Ainu people. Uh, you know, and they, they've Sounds been familiar. Yeah, and they've been, they were treated as essentially the untouchables of Japan. And, um, and, you know, people who come to the country, there are black celebrities in Japan where it's sometimes it's pretty clear, because I watch a lot of Japanese comedy, it's sometimes it's pretty clear that the punchline is your skin is really dark. And then that's like the whole punchline, uh, you know. And, yeah, wasn't and there like a commercial where they put like an Asian guy in a washing? Oh, yeah, no, they put a yeah. black guy in a washing oh, machine, yeah. put it in the soap, and yeah. then he was so clean. He came right, right. Like an Asian, guy. Asian guy. And yeah. and, and like uh, you know, the, the, in this documentary, there were like bars where Japanese businessmen went and then dress up as cowboys and like watch Clint Eastwood movies and pretend like they were in a saloon. And like I would say that's a preparation, and that's kind of a bizarre portrayal of American culture. Um, there was a wedding. But where what about like eighties bars? Well, sure, but like that's in here, right? Um, and I mean, that's also in Japan. So, so it is. It is a very muddled middle ground okay. for sure. But I, I think that there's definitely examples where it's clear. Like a white kid who wears a Native American headdress to Coachella is definitely being an asshole. And and like <laughs> people are like, "What's your deal?" You know, people should be able to wear what they want. Like you don't have power over that. And I'm like, of course I don't. But I'm gonna judge them because I have yet to meet a person wearing a headdress or a bindi or whatever casually for fun because they think it looks cool or whatever yeah. that also cares about the ethnicity that they're borrowing this from. Well, th- like those Coachella kids with the headdresses are not protesting the Dakota Pipeline. They're just not. Right. Because but neither are we. Oh, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also not wearing the headdress. So yeah. I think it's a net positive on my side. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's very neutral. I've shared articles on Facebook. I've shared articles on Facebook. I feel like it's a negative on their side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just lazy. Um, I, I do feel strongly about it. (laughs) Yeah, fucking slacktivism. Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to do a little more uh, here and there when I can. I donate money. Oh, cool. What do you donate to? He fights neo Nazis. Yeah, I, I feel like I hurt their feelings really badly. That's not fighting, he talks though. shit to Polish people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who, what do you donate your money to? Uh, the only thing so far have been um, a couple of humanitarian organizations, Bernie Sanders and uh, um, 
Like Bernie Sanders himself is a humanitarian. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then, and then uh, I'm looking into giving stuff to like the Dakota Pipeline groups. I just want to make sure that I don't give it to the wrong folks or like some sort of scam or whatever before I do it. I don't have like a lot of money anyway, so <laughs> I'm giving what I can. But I, I'd like to – I don't know. People know this about me. I'm not like the most protesty kind of guy. Um, okay. Yeah, because like there's a bunch of protests right now that you can join. I know, you know, right I know. outside where you live. I I fully and support you're here them to doing I, a podcast. I know. <laughs> I I think it's important what they're doing, but I've just never have what, felt them. Do you support what they're doing? Because there's a lot of talk about w- what purpose does this serve. Can well, you speak sure. to that? I I think it sends a message, and I think that's good. I I think people are angry, and this is a great way for them to express their anger. Um, the violence that arises from some of these protests, of course, isn't great, but uh, I think there's I think there's a justification <laughs> because America is clearly going down a path that is terrifying and very dangerous for people, and this this country is saying overall that they don't care. And I think so there would have been protests either way. Right, right. Um, I don't think so, but you don't on. think if Hillary won no. all those dudes, I think there would been I think there would have been a lot of attacks. There were a lot of maybe not, maybe not organized protests. Yeah, it's not organized like that because it's very difficult for, I guess, people to come collectively. It's like, right, we want right. that wall. We want yeah. that wall. I was like, yo, <laughs> this is – no, I'm not joining that. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. A, a popular – Unless Trump is like in the middle of it going right, 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 right. that, yeah. people aren't going to come out. Yeah, that's true. Because it's one thing to come out for like – Peace, love, understanding. <laughs> it's another right. thing to come out for, like, no peace, no love. <laughs> yeah. Deportation. <laughs> yeah, I, I, people are – a lot of people get split pretty easily about the freeway blocking protests and stuff like that. I myself was stuck in one, and I was, like, kind of mad for, like, an hour. But, like, you know, there are points to be made about that, too. Like, uh, what's what's worse, being stuck in traffic for a bit or being black in America, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, a- and and being stuck in traffic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it depends Be- on what race you are. True. Well, it depends yeah. on being black where you're in traffic in America. <laughs> yeah. Not great. Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, people, you know, may- maybe there are some valid concerns. Like, what if an ambulance gets stuck in traffic? Ideally, people will make right. space or whatever. But like, the thing is that like it it gets a conversation going. I, I had an argument with a uh, with a guy. Who who talked I feel about? Like you spent so much time in arguments. I this has been my year, man. I <laughs> I am so tired. <laughs> I'm so exhausted. How do you think we can win with people like that? Yeah, my, I don't know. My thought process has always been like, whenever you I see just somebody, wait them out until they die. <laughs> <laughs> but like when people post that kind of stuff, um, there's two people. There's one people who just want to yell at their point right and don't want to have a discussion and there's people who actually want to have a discussion right and then i am always like is this actually going to be a discussion because if it's not then i'm just not going to respond and walk away you're wrong yeah wrong. there's a third person people who's just trying to fire off jokes <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the only way is exposure i, I mean a- education via exposure just like you know, there was a Morgan Spurlock show, you know, the guy who did Supersize Me? Mm-hmm. He had a show that was actually really great. It was called 30 Days, where he had someone who very diametrically opposed another group of people, and they had that person spend 30 days with them. And so okay. and he murdered them all? Yep. <laughs> he, he took, <laughs> he took a kid from, like, the Midwest and put him in the Castro for a month. Mm-hmm. And he had to, like, live with a gay roommate. And, like, he, he, he went to a weekly Bible study with a gay pastor, and he, like, worked in a wine and cheese store. And by the end of it, like, he went back home, and he was showing his family all these slides. And his dad was like, so what do they do for work? And, like, and the, the kid looks up and goes, they're people, Dad. They have jobs just like you and me. 
And I was like, right there, like that kid a month ago <laughs> yeah. would not have said that. Right, right, and right. And so it's it, that's the unfortunate. I mean, that's the best thing and maybe the worst thing about so the internet. So you're saying abduct people and yeah. then put them into yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. climate. We'll or do citizen swap. People citizen, in the citizen swap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on TBS. <laughs> We'll just move entire populations across borders. Yeah, so it's pretty much that. You have all these concentrated areas of, you know, liberal thinkings, mm-hmm. pro- progressives, what have you. And right. We just need to disperse. Right. One, to help uh, educate and expose people mm-hmm. to different cultures and mm-hmm. ways of thinking. And secondly, and more important to me, lower the rent. <laughs> <laughs> the rent is too damn high. Uh, I'd vote for that guy. But, um, I yeah, I mean – I, I remember mentioning to this guy that I cut off last week, I mentioned earlier this year, I was like, I was like, racism is the same as like uh, uh, male privilege and stuff like that. And I, I started describing stories that my my female bodied friends have described to me about their life, sure. stuff that I've never experienced. Right, right. And I listed all these real things that happened. And his only response was, I find that hard to believe. Mm. And I was like, well, it happened. And right. he was like, I don't know. And I'm like, but you have to trust people. Or experience it yourself, and he's right. never gonna experience it himself. Uh, so cast it off. I mean, yeah. a lot of times it's difficult <laughs> to talk off. to people who don't believe in evolution, who don't yeah. believe in dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have don't books on that. Global warming. Yeah, and have also not been outside of their hometown. <sighs> That's the thing. Uh, well, you can meet those people here. That's what sure. I'm saying. Like, if you've only lived in one area amongst one group of people and mm-hmm. you've never ventured outward, mm-hmm. they're point of view is not going to change. Fresh off the boat, that TV show. Uh, uh, Eddie Huang got a lot of no, no, notoriety for writing this article about how fucking pissed he was about how watered down his life story was in this show. Right. And he was also mad that the head writer, even though she was a woman of color, was not Asian. Right, she was like yeah and 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 like and then they asked him again a while later and he was like i talked with a bunch of people and i realized that this is the best we can do right now because someone pointed out to me that like there are massive parts of the midwest where people have just never seen an asian person in real life like physically in the flesh they've never seen an asian person which blows my mind but like that that that's a reality for so many people and I mean, even like I drove up to Humboldt one day yeah. and like people just stare at me <laughs> because I'm just this dark and I look like this, uh, uh, you know, th- the biggest branch of the KKK is in SoCal. Well, what oh. cartoon yeah. shirt yeah. were you wearing, though? I was actually wearing a sweater. Okay. <laughs> well, what cartoon was on your sweater? <laughs> you know me well. Uh, no, it was a, it was a blank sweater, uh, but I, I did. Because uh, you have a kind of a specific look to you also. I, so I guess I do. Beyond being Indian. Yeah, know, that's true. Very yeah. much nerd. Yeah. Geek. Gamer. I don't know. Yeah. Gamer. When, I, when Gamer? I took like a pseudo hiatus from the stand-up scene, like where I was like only doing like a set a month or whatever, I started like trying to get back in this year, and like people I knew didn't recognize me, and I was really offended because I was like, I'm not bragging here. Who else in the stand-up scene looks like me? <laughs> Emron does. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> he has glasses. I do. <laughs> you have glasses. But I don't ever wear them on stage. <laughs> Wait, really? Is yeah. that is? Are you just embarrassed about oh, wearing glasses? No, I glasses? just like contacts. I oh, okay. Like, he uh, likes okay, cool. his eyes drying out. Cool, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm the opposite. I look very weird without glasses. But Emron also wears cartoon t-shirts on stage, and oh, you guys really? are relatively close in complexion, and you guys have these sweet beards going on now. Yeah, I guess we're... We and you guys have those like trendy haircuts. <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying confuse to... Us. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. you guys look exactly alike. I'm just sure. saying you guys look alike. It's possible for people to confuse us, maybe. Now, well, I, mean, I doubt it, but no, no, no. Emron's way fatter than you are. If you don't see us enough, like, and then you see one person, and then... 
you see the other one of us. Right, right, like right. A couple months after, you might. That's true. If you don't know us. Has anyone confused you for anyone in the comedy scene? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I get told all the time, be like, dude, I saw you in Sacramento two weeks <laughs> ago, and you destroyed. Yeah. And I was like, it's either DJ or <laughs> some <laughs> Hispanic guy that I don't know. Yeah, or I a Filipino looking. Dude. I didn't want to admit this, but now that we're talking about it, someone did confuse me with you once okay. this year. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. remember who it was, but then I was like, I "Think you're talking about Amron?" <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Damn, you lost weight." <laughs> yeah. Hell away. <laughs> so I still get confused for our friend Edwin Lee, who's moved to LA for oh, the past three years. Yeah. <laughs> they, people come up and say, "Yeah, how's your movie coming?" <laughs> I, I mean, I really, <laughs> I really don't see it, but that's, I guess, the benefit of being a person of color is that you can tell other people of color apart. I, no, there no, was no, I get confused <laughs> sometimes, too. Like there was <laughs> one. Th- this is maybe get, the most. I get white people confused a lot. Yeah. I was going to say that for like sure. If white Emron people was same. wearing a cartoon T-shirt right now, I would freak out. Who am I talking to? Which That'd Indian person dating a white person? <laughs> 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 Story am I listening to? <laughs> um uh yeah, what what one bit that I could never get work working on stage because I think it was just too mean was about boring Asian guys. <laughs> okay. How how like uniform and milk toast they all were. Um, because because there was this I was at a laundromat in Berkeley and like I was playing on my 3ds and some guy walked up and was like, "Can I borrow some quarters?" And I was like, "No." I, I answered very rudely. I felt. And so later on, I was like moving my clothes and I looked at the guy and I was like, "Hey, I'm sorry. Um, I just only bring exactly enough quarters for my laundry." And he was like. I think you're thinking of that guy. And he points, and I see the guy over there. And then I got mad because, yeah, okay, they looked a little bit different in the face department, but their haircuts were exactly the same. They were wearing the same sweater, but one was green and the other was red. They had the same shoes, same watch, and same sneakers. So the point of the story is that is really my fault? I think you're <laughs> colorblind. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably red, green, colorblind. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, but anyway, so I I would tell that bit on stage, and every time the audience was like, "Yeah, it's still your fault. You, <laughs> you were being racist," and I was like, "Yeah, I know." I don't think you were being racist. I think you were recognizing a certain kind of pattern. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, like be different. Like every Indian guy at Berkeley dressed the same, and well, Imran can back me up about this well, too. Well, I think it's just people. I would say people in general all dress the same. Like sure, everybody sure. has the same trendy haircut. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Everybody has. The same, well, you're not trendy, right? <laughs> no, See, that's how you. <laughs> not I mean, that's. Get I was gonna say I like this. That's pretty cool. Yeah, with, I know. The, with the shawl collar. It's and pretty everything. sweet, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't see anybody wearing that. <laughs> I don't. I remember, like our our friend Stephen Koo. Yeah, he yeah, had yeah. to dye his hair blonde at one time because he was tired of getting confused for every other Asian comedian. <laughs> that's why he did it. That's why. That's oh, why he told me why he did it. it. <laughs> I mean, I do YouTube videos of him now. I see him like all the time. Does he have blonde? And I'm hair? still like, hey, David. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have blonde hair anymore. He has like. He has like a is it like trendy? A, a yeah, it is trendy. I yeah. mean, he kind of does like a faux hawk thing now. So does okay. he still make uh, shitty cosplay on purpose? Oh yeah, we do that all the time now. We're actually we're 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 doing like nerdy comedy shows. We did uh, SF Comic Con uh, recently, oh, and shit, like that was dope. great. That was so much fun. How I was dresses. How would you guys get on that? Because I've been trying um, to apply for forever. We're trying to figure it out right now. It was just more like good luck than anything else. Oh, uh, but yeah, we'll we'll hit you up. We don't have to talk shop yeah. on camera. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, uh, cosplaying while doing comedy is great. <laughs> I'll be doing Dipper Pines at Kraken Con. Oh, nice! Uh, this coming Saturday, nice. yeah, which will be fun. Wait, at uh, where? Kraken Con. What's that? It's it's in Oakland. Pretty small, nerdy convention. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Shout it out. Plug yourself. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Kraken Con. <laughs> if you're at Kraken Con, honestly, check us out. We'll be we'll be there. It's a just the one comedy show. Their jokes will be hilarious. What time yeah, are you. you slated to get on? Seven p.m. is the show. There you go. Yeah. Done. Thank you. 
Dun dun. Cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what was I even gonna say? Uh. I don't know. Emron completely derailed you. Yeah, I'm really good at uh, doing that. Oh yeah, I also had a bit. This bit I'm really working hard on. I really wanted to hit um about uh shitty Asian guys and how because because Asian guys in America have disappointed me because I felt like as they grew up, since Asian American men are so emasculated in this country, they like they got really defensive. And they were like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna show you I'm manly," and then they just became shitty white guys instead. <laughs> Interesting. Like, I, 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 the most people I've argued with about racism and sexism being real are are Asian men on Facebook, like people that I went to college with, who like would get really butthurt about this stuff, and I'm like, how do you not get it? And I'm like, oh right, because I'm darker than you. <laughs> that's why I oh, understand they don't believe it. It's real? They just don't acknowledge it, and it's oh, like, well, because you you are from here. <laughs> like, it's, you know I, what, I've been called the N word maybe twice or three times, you three times in my life. You gotta tell Jordan to stop doing that. <laughs> Well, okay. I've been called the N-word, and I love it. But, uh... Because it's That's embedded. the safe word. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that shows you how how safe I am. Uh, can I have a white person yell at me? The safe word is the most dangerous word. <laughs> I know you'll never say it. So keep going. So we'll, we'll go crazy. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> shout out to <laughs> shout out to you, babe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I I I've met like Asian dudes. I remember I met a couple of drunk. Man, you really hate Asian dudes. <laughs> I kind of do, and it's like kind of it's maybe a problem. But like, I met a couple of Asian dudes in the city once. They were really drunk, but they started like unprompted shitting on the Irish, like just like really specific. Like they smell, they're drunkards, they're lazy. And and that was really like weird. People's like issue with other people are always the same issues. Oh sure, <laughs> they're yeah. Lazy, they're yeah. dumb, they're yeah. drunks. It's like well, everyone has like, those. Yeah, like every culture <laughs> yeah. has that. Any yeah. culture that has alcohol has a drunk. Yeah, know? yeah. I, but uh, I agree with you. Yeah, it's in some parts a problem. I think <laughs> Asian people really do live amongst their own bubble, mm-hmm. especially um, in these times. Mm-hmm. Um, what I see after the election of Trump is a lot of blacks, Latinos, and other very historically disenfranchised groups of people all banding together and marching and voicing themselves. Um, and there are swaths of Asian people joining them, too. Yeah, you know, the woke yeah. ones. Yeah, which is great. Uh, but there is also a great portion of that population just sitting back and just mm-hmm. chilling because Asian people get treated a little better Especially in this area, I don't know what it's like. Yeah. In it's called being an Uncle Tom. Oh <laughs> no, I don't know why. Well, no, actually, no, no I do feel is, that way. No, I do I feel do. that way too. Like I feel like Asian people right now are have this house slave mentality. Yeah, yeah. where mm-hmm. we get treated better, but yeah, you're Samuel it, Jackson yeah. and Django. Yeah, but people still don't fuck with us like that. Right. So you have to realize your position, and um, it's for lack of a better analogy, the f- you have to be out in the field with everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, I would agree. Uh, uh, it's there was that protest uh, about the uh, was it NYPD Asian mm-hmm. officer who got um, charged mm-hmm. with with uh, that black person's murder, yeah. and like there were protests, and they interviewed this one young Asian woman who who was like, "It's not because we think he's innocent; it's because we realize that he's the only one getting charged when all of these other white officers are getting away right, scot free." Right, right. And she started talking about privilege and like uh, issues of systemic racism, and she was right. like, "We stand with our other friends of color." And I was like, that is exactly what we need. We need a lot more of that. Right. Like Asian people will – first off, Asians don't really fuck with other Asians. All no, right? that's first also off, true. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> like people. Asian people will band together for like their own sect, right? And then if they have to, they'll branch out right, with other right, Asians. Right. We barely want to com- include Indian people I and see. South oh, Asians. Oh, I, I know. I was gonna say I, I don't have a lot of Asian friends. I barely have any. Indian It's probably because you keep fighting them on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they share it. Yeah. With <laughs> Imran, Imran is like literally. You're maybe like one of five Indian friends that I have. Yeah, uh, yeah. But like, uh, you I, know, since I'm Indian, we have to do the ranking, right? Sure. <laughs> what ranking am I? Um. That means well, I'm fine. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> you, Tirumari. <laughs> like, if he still had MySpace, where would Emrod <laughs> no, be no, on the top you're, you're high up. You're high up. Yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> um, you're high up on the low. T- <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a suicide four. squad. You <laughs> <ain't> <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to be what your mom was to your co- to her college. I want to <laughs> be that to your f- to our friendship. Oh, Emrod. Okay, cool. We'll hang out more. And just come over to my house and play video games, and it'll definitely happen. Um, All right, cool. Um, but uh, <laughs> I was hanging out with my, my Chinese friend, and we were going over to another Chinese friend's house, and he was like, oh, actually, let me check with him if it's okay. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And he was like, yeah, because I'm just worried about his mom. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, his mom doesn't like Indian people. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, so whoa. <laughs> yeah, I was so surprised. I met her, and she's, she, she was nice to me, but, uh, of course, Asian moms can really fake that pretty well. <laughs> moms in general. Parents in general can fake that really well, <laughs> that they they hate you secretly behind behind closed doors. So that's that's nothing. That's how you raise a no good child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you told your parents about your white girlfriend? Uh, my dad knows, and my mom does not. Um, Interesting. How my mom has a suspicion, uh, but I mean, <sighs> she Are you guys like not Facebook friends. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> uh, he only talks to her like once every two years, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My 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 dad does this thing. Like you get right, we, right into the streets. Yeah. <laughs> when we when we talk over the phone and I like <laughs> get in here. <laughs> Close the door. What's up, mom? <laughs> yeah. How's it going? Yeah. Just uh, stretch it. Jordan this? also Jordan has also gone on the record being like, I don't want to ever meet your mom, so that's probably never gonna happen anyway. Oh, um, damn. But like it, you know, my my but you dad met her mom. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Jordan's yeah, parents really like me. It's yeah, always yeah. like you know, yeah. very friendly. So that's Jordan's way. parents. Uh, <laughs> so you cannot introduce Asian parents to nobody outside <laughs> no. your own no, no, no. culture. I've been doing Thanksgiving. You can even Christmas introduce them to the them. same people, but if they're not the right class or like the right yep. whatever, yep. it's still wrong. Yep. <laughs> be like, oh, they're a different religion, or they're from like the so north part of the village. Maybe shout out white people a little bit for being a little bit more open-minded. Good, good for them. For sure, globalization white is like moms, really. Anyways. Yeah, some white moms. Wait, wait, the ones who are accepting, yeah, not the, the ones who voted for yeah. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. I don't care if you agree with his economic policies. <laughs> you're racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the globalization has really undercut arranged marriage in that light as well. Because like one of the arguments my mom would make was like. Was like, don't you want like good home cooked meals? And I was, if you you know, agree to marry a girl of our choice. And I was like, I was like, I can just learn that myself. Then she oh, was that's like, very like, progressive. She was like, we have this shared history, and I'm like, I don't know anything about our culture <laughs> because I associated I associated my parents with our culture, so I just never wanted to learn. I always cuck. thought it as a negative. Like, like you cuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, call me a cuck. <laughs> I was like, no, mom, I'm a beta. It's <laughs> like, what man learns how to cook? Yeah. <laughs> See, that, that was also a thing that really... I'm a VHS man, mom. Blu-ray. <laughs> 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 so proud of that. <laughs> uh, it's the little things. That was another thing. I was like, you know, I wasn't allowed to date for the whole time I was living with them. Uh, you know, up until like my late teens, early 20s. It was just like, whatever. I, I couldn't date a single girl. But then it was like, they would have murdered me if, if I was gay. If I turned out to be gay. But at the same time, there was a part of me that was like, man, it would have been easier just to be gay. Are they because then they would have just definitely cut me off completely, off? and I just wouldn't have to deal with them. Are you, what's your religious background? Uh, my family's Hindu. Okay. Oh, I thought you Very were Hindu. 
for some reason. Thought you were Jane? Oh. Yeah. Have you do you know Jane people? I'm sure I've I knew somebody who was Jane once upon a time. But I've never know. met a Jane person in my life. Yeah. It's a pretty cool faith, um, overall. Okay. <laughs> I mean, every every, every faith has anyway <laughs> yeah has extremists but uh yeah uh very very conservative hindu and like and honestly that might have what does that mean though um my mom would do stuff that like a lot of other hindus wouldn't like she she, she prays only she to the bigoted guys <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh yeah Tr- trumpisha um uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh orange <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the hindu orange god um uh but you know, the god of walls. You know, I don't know if you know this, but Ganesh does not believe in abortion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he only believes in cutting off your kid's head and then replacing it with an elephant's head. That's the only form of child murder that he'll support. How um, it help you if you have uh, sex outside of marriage, though? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, she she made me and my brother shave our heads several times, yeah. uh, and and she shaved her own head several times as well. Oh, That's whoa. maybe why. I mean. You you knew me right when I started comedy. My hair used to be very long. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was just me trying to see how long it could grow because I never had the chance. Wait, um, why don't you shave your head? It, it's it's a Hindu thing where where you just basically show God that you are so willing to sacrifice everything, including your hair. That's really all it is. And then of course that's where weaves come from. Is all of the people who shave their heads in right, India? Right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, at those temples they make a killing. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, like wait, like wait, a lot wait, of stuff uh, like that. Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna turn on this light real quick. Just cause sure. The people invent that just so they can make money off of the weave oh industry? i hope not no no i don't think so no okay. it, it used to be a lot more a lot like how far ancient. back does this yeah, go yeah it's an ancient tradition for sure ancient like 1970 when yeah. the weave technology <laughs> got so good that well here's the thing about my parents conservative hinduism is that w- this is something that i pulled together this is just going to be me blaming the white man again but i realized that my mom's version of hinduism is catholicism because she she went to a school with catholic nuns growing up she was abused by them quite a bit from what i heard and like you know it's one of those things where she she signed me and my brother for a Hinduism school in Danville, out in Danville. Oh. She would drive us there every Saturday, and I was in the high schoolers class. Okay. And I remember the first day, it was never like this ever again, but the first day was amazing because the teacher, who was a disciple of a famous priest, she outlined basically existentialism. Okay. In in an hour, she outlined existentialism, and I was like over the moon. She would she said things like, you know, it's silly to pray to God for specific things because God's not just sitting up in a cloud doling out little presents. That's what she that was the words she used. And right. I remember repeating all of this to my mother, and she was furious, but she couldn't say a thing because this is a respected religious figure that said this to us. Um. You know what I mean? It was del- it was amazing. Oh, I was so happy with that. Something something. That yeah. You yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> An appeal to authority. Um, but it it uh, it was one of those things where uh, Hinduism. Especially in like a modern American context, like a lot of Indian Americans are very existential. Um, someone else once said that uh, everyone's a Hindu; they just might not have gotten to that life yet, because we believe in re- reincarnation. Right, right. Hindus do. Right. I shouldn't say we. I'm a I'm a very blatant atheist, but uh, yeah. I mean, what's the uh, what's the hierarchy of the rebirth? Do you know that? Um. So it's like if you're a piece of shit. Right. What do you come back as? Um, you come back as some sort of animal. You can go. You can go pretty far down. And then, if you're a piece of shit as an animal, where do you go? You go. You go to like like insects or slugs in the sea. Like okay. I think I remember specifically hearing about sea slugs in the sea being a thing that you S- become. So if a sea slug is a piece of shit, then yeah. what do you become? I I don't know what the lo- lowest. I think the lowest is is like a microorganism, like like a f- like a tiny little flea or like something really undetectable, like a mite. But of course, they didn't know about mites back then, so I don't know wh- how far they went back. But the idea is that once you hit rock bottom, literally, um, you you just live that life over and over again until you can kind of figure it out. 
So but, you're you just know. basically a mitochondria. Yeah. <laughs> and then Which keep is, splitting. Yeah, and it's like, all right, I guess so. How do Hindus feel about science? That sounds like evolution to me, though. That's the if thing. You're, if you're a mitochondria, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. keep getting reborn until yeah. you become a lot of a, a lot of Hindus are super down with evolution. I mean, we we have Hanuman, right? <laughs> to and like punish those sinners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, we have Hanuman. Like they're they're one of the biggest things that Christians is the have monkey against. God yes, that has a big hammer. Yeah, yeah, like a mace. Yeah, a mace. Uh, and like he he, you know. It's one of those things where Christians were against evolution a lot of times because they're like, we didn't descend from monkeys. But then Hindus are like, we descended from monkeys. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> dope. <laughs> um, but, you know, I remember having a conversation with my mom once, and I was like, she was outlining the the story of the Ramayana. where um, You got to explain that to us. It's it's a famous Hindu fable about uh, a Duh, man. Emrods? Yeah. Uh, Rama. Well, it's what Diwali is based on, or Deepavali as we call it. Um and 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 the the hero's wife is is kidnapped by uh, a demon, and the demon's kingdom is in Sri Lanka. <laughs> so okay. yeah, and oh. so the way they get once they get to the tip of South India, they have to cross the sea, and so a bunch of the people there build a bridge of stones okay. across the ocean to Sri Lanka. Sure. And so my mom was like citing the fact that like some scuba divers found the rocks that made the bridge, and I was like, that's absurd. And like um. You know, there's the idea that the world, the universe is in cycles as well. We go through ages where at the end of it, Shiva destroys everything and then Brahma creates everything again. Okay. Um, So uh, Shiva is? The destroyer. Uh, He's just another fan. There's like the big three. There's Vishnu. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. And, And the common belief amongst Hindus is that we are in the final age. That's like, uh, but that's always been the case, yeah, of course. Always, I mean, that's every yeah. religion. Islam yeah. says the same thing. And they have they have these like specific numbers. They're yeah, like, Buddhist. oh, each each age is like a million years old. And I'm like, I remember casually mentioned my mom was like, well, the, the universe is like 4.6 billion. And she was like, wait, do you not, do you not believe in the numbers of the ages? And I was like, you're the one with the science degree. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why would I? And she was like, well, tell me you believe in Hinduism. And I was like, I believe in Hinduism. <laughs> and then we just walked out of the room. But like, it was just, you know. It's it's ingrained. Like, my mom had a few rules around the house that I remember when, once I figured them out, because I never questioned them. She wouldn't let us take a shower after yeah. eating, and she wouldn't let us – she she would get mad when we would, like, you know, because Indians cook in bulk, and you have yeah, those yeah. giant casserole dishes, yeah, and the yeah. condensation on the top mm-hmm. is a very specific thing. You would take out the lid, and the water would fall into the food. Yeah. My mom assumed immediately that the food was be getting contaminated, and I was like, we both have science degrees now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember arguing with this into college, and I was like yeah. – I was like – the water that's condensed on the inside of the lid is clearly pure water. Chemically, that's how it's going to be. It's the water from the food. Right. And and she just wouldn't accept it. And I realized, like, oh, right. Her great-grandmother and, like, other relatives didn't have refrigerators and would bathe in rivers. Right. So, of course, they wouldn't bathe after eating. And, of course, they would be scared of water falling into their food. Right. But, like, we're <laughs> in the 2000s. <laughs> we're in the 2000s, and she never questioned it. Yeah, I know. When I when I realized this, like my world like shifted. <laughs> it was such a mind fuck because I was like, because I had never, I I hated it and I thought it was dumb, but I never bothered to figure out why right. or to even really delve into why it's wrong right. because I knew it was like it was a silly old wives' tale. Right. But then when you think about like the idea of critically thinking, it's something that's not encouraged in most conservative societies because critical thinking undermines the 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 rigid stability. Like when when you're when you're a bunch of nomads out in the desert, right? That's fear is the best way to control everybody. You can't have one guy doing things his own way because <laughs> there's only like 20 people in the tribe, right. and they immediately die if you do things the wrong way. Right, right. So it, you know, uh, individualism is still a very new thing. And well, I think that's an American mentality. 
Yeah, yeah, it individualism. is. Yeah, yeah. Because in Eastern societies, I would say it's still about the family mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. protecting your honor. Th- there are schools of thought in Japan that don't even think that you have a core personality. They, they think that whatever room you're in and whoever you're around determines what your personality is. That you're not actually an individual at all. Philosophically, I can see why that they say that. I like it. I mean, there's something to be said about code switching, but uh, <laughs> it's, I don't know. I don't know, man. Very if, depressing I w- if I was in a room full of KKK members, <laughs> I would not want to jump on that bandwagon <laughs> at all. Well, your survival. Everyone. Just immediately pull on a white hood. Real quick. Why does that guy always wear gloves? Don't worry about it. Don't don't question his white gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Could we infiltrate the KKK? We know. No, no, you don't no, think no. so? Maybe one of your kids can. Yeah, you think we we have like something in the way we talk that sounds too? Oh, like, like if we KKK. all wore hoods? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, we, then we could pull it off. You think so? I don't think I could. Well, don't pull off your hood. Because they'd be like, yo, uh, I'm hungry. <laughs> Where should we go? It's like, oh, let's <laughs> go get Korean. How dare you? That's a good question. Do you, what do you think KKK members eat? Do you think they like ethnic food at all? I, or do I, you think they only stick to, I don't even know, mashed potatoes tragedy, and chicken? I think the tragedy of being in the KKK is that, especially in America nowadays, you have to partake in other cuisines. <laughs> like, even soul food is black. It isn't, it isn't a white American thing, per se. It's black food that slaves created um it's it's you know i i yeah I, barbecue is like from mm. african-americans too yeah 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 uh, the best you can, like you can argue that that's been South. assimilated though barbecue sure but mm. but, but like we're not emron <laughs> we're not trying to appeal to the kkk thanking <laughs> credit to nobody there was an onion article <laughs> i saw that was really funny rose like grandma who was taken to an Indian restaurant refuses to eat anything, <laughs> and like it was like the article was just like like picking at her. She only ate the white rice, and she was like, "I can tell you for sure, the kids there don't eat that kind of stuff. It's too spicy." <laughs> just like this this willingness to not try anything new. It it seems boring to me. That's really all it comes down to, is not wanting to learn about other cultures makes for a very boring life in my mind. Nah, I mean it is, but people can adopt to familiarity and routines. Yeah. I think it's yeah. about being safe. Yeah, that's you true. Stick to what you know. Yeah. And plus not everybody has a foodie adventurous mentality. Yeah. I only something. just got into Japanese food like the past couple years. <laughs> I I like sushi, but I liked like California like rolls with That's like fine. sauces and stuff. Uh-huh. Well, but like nigiri and stuff, I never understood oh. it. Uh-huh. Because Indian people, Indian food is the polar opposite of Japanese food. Go on. Uh giant portions um attacks your mouth with just flavor. Uh, when I finally asked Jordan, because Jordan you is super Japanese sushi. people, yeah, that's what he um, thinks of your food. <laughs> when, I, when I asked Jordan, was like, "What's the appeal of Nigerians?" Tiny flavorless list. It, well, that's you kind of what it is. You're calling Japanese sushi tapas, basically. Yeah, that's what you're calling it. it well, because Jordan is obsessed with sushi, and I was like, "What's the big deal?" And and, and she was like, "It's it's the texture." And I was like, who cares about texture? <laughs> and, and it was like the presentation. I'm like, who cares about presentation? Have you seen Indian food? We do not <laughs> yeah, care yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> about how it looks. Why is that a thing? Yeah. Uh, but then you I, like I the did. the red mush or yeah. the orange mush? But then, <laughs> I, then I, 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 I spent weeks saving up for, for her birthday last year, and I took her to a really fancy sushi place in the city that just got his first Michelin star. Oh, nice. And. Way to humble brag, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I mentioned I saved up for weeks. It took me a very long time. Um, but it was it took up two days. <laughs> it's like I did three drawings <laughs> and then argued with somebody on the internet for 16 <laughs> hours and then took my girlfriend to sushi. God, that would be the life. <laughs> I would love that. Um, if you want to pay me for two drawings a month. Uh, but uh, 
Yeah, it, it was it was some of the best food I've ever had in my life, and it was it was amazing. And like it was one of those times where I was like, yeah, this is just on me for not expanding my own palate. No, no, no. It's like, <laughs> but like that you're stuck in there now. <laughs> like you just yeah. can't have any ordinary Japanese. <laughs> they have to be Michelin That's what I'm star rated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna walk into Safeway. <laughs> yeah. Get some Safeway gear. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. Oh no, I don't want that. <laughs> if anything, you're gonna be snobby about it. Now. Yeah, yeah. I still. I mean, I I didn't I didn't like salads for most of my life. I still kind of don't. I still don't. But I like, don't. what is this solidified water in a crunchy format? Like, who needs that in, like, bean sprouts or jicama sticks or whatever? I realized I'm too I'm too cheap <laughs> to be... To do anything. It always it. comes down to that. <laughs> no, it's just, like, <laughs> like, when it comes to, like, food sometimes, I just look at it and I'm like, I'm not paying $28 for this thing. Yeah. Like, I know, that's, like, the hardest time that I have with, like, Italian food. Yeah. Where I'll just sit there and I'll be like, man, it's just... Butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jor and I it's cook in bulk. Bu butter and pasta. This <laughs> shit is not $28 no. worth of nothing. Jor like and I cook Indian in bulk. woman didn't suffer all day long <laughs> <laughs> over a hot well, stove. You don't understand. Like, when I used to hear people on television complaining about cooking, like I was like, I, I immediately thought of my mom who would start at like one yeah. and finish at six. Yeah. And then when I graduated college and I had to start cooking for myself, I would look at recipes and I was like, I just made mac and cheese. In four minutes, <laughs> why are these people complaining about cooking? Like, I just didn't understand. Yeah. I was just like, oh, they're like, oh, it's a really hard meal. And I was like, you put it in an oven <laughs> and press two buttons for 20 minutes at this degree and then pull it out and then put it in for like 10 minutes at a different degree. Yeah, like, this of does the, not work. Instead of the 87 spices that you have to carefully grind and yeah, then measure and it's out. Just yeah, like, like you get like, no <laughs> nutrients out of it. <laughs> it's like, you don't have like an actual mortar made of rock in yeah, your kitchen. I got one of those. I do too. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh, what are you supposed to? I was, yeah. just, I was so, my, I just did not, I was like, Oh man, you can make food in thirty minutes. Mm -hmm. I was like, I should tell my mom. <laughs> my my love of Indian food is the most Indian thing about me. I love Indian food, and I I actually like bought spices and a bunch of stuff because I lived in Berkeley for a while, but I never used them really. I never bothered to learn. Right. And then I would send these recipes to Jordan. Like I started getting really nostalgic for Indian, nostalgic kind of for Indian culture. Like last year or two years ago, and I remember sending Jordan a simple recipe for a lentil curry, the lentil curry that we like mix into rice and stuff like that. Yeah. And Jordan was like, "You have all of these ingredients. Why don't we just make this?" And then ever since then, we've just been making, like, a giant pot of lentil curry and then a chicken curry on the side. And, like, that already has improved my health considerably, just eating that yeah. mostly. And, yeah. like, and like uh, we, you know, we make chili and, like, stuff like that, just giant pots of whatever. Um, I'm but, glad, yeah, I'm Indian glad food's good. I'm glad your white girlfriend can help you get in touch with your culture. <laughs> <laughs> it's really embarrassing. Yeah, it's all because of Jordan. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was such a dick. No, no, no. Or whatever. Jo Jordan even <laughs> said. Jordan even said, if we ever have kids, like that, she'd be willing to learn Tamil, uh, so that oh. we could we could both learn Tamil together and then teach our kids. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really happy to have someone so supportive about this kind of stuff. I, that's what I was about to ask you. Is like, how white are you going to raise your kids? I okay. <laughs> I think I'd like to introduce them to the culture, but I I do. So you're gonna you're gonna instill the cheapness just yes. naturally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, love love education. Are you uh, gonna cheapness. let them? Be anything besides doctors and engineers. Oh, totally. Just lawyers. Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> whatever, whatever they want to be. I mean, what? The, the what? Yeah, truthfully, it, it, if they can support themselves, then it's but if they can't, oh, if they can't, then I'll push them to do something uh, that can this support is where themselves. I break off and like <laughs> yeah. I go into like uh, the culture. I feel like you need to push a child into a field of greatness. Sure. Okay. So whatever that kid figures out they want to be, uh huh. You have to like. Put, like you know, go tiger mom on them. 
and force greatness on them, you know? I, and then whatever, yeah. it's like shooting for the stars and then landing Wh- in the clouds kind of thing. What I want for them, and Jordan has actually mentioned that this maybe already sounds too pressuring, but Jordan is white, um, where I, I do <laughs> I do want them growing up, like elementary, middle school, high school, to have a strong science and math background. Yeah. Because, because studies have shown that, like, that's how you learn critical thinking. And even, also, e- even if they don't... Yeah, we're sure. reading too. Well, yeah. even if they don't like it, like, philosophy is a great way to learn critical thinking because philosophy, especially, like, logic itself, mm. like... Logic is has in Berkeley it has overlap between the math and the philosophy departments because it's essentially applied. You apply math to reason, uh, and and you know uh, I think what, that that's what physics is. Yeah, I just I just want my kids to be able to think well. That's it. Okay. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying about like, but the thing is that like I, I was trying to describe my drive in one word the other week. Because here's my thought process: if yeah. I push, like, let's say. I was your dad, mm-hmm. and I keep pushing you into math and science, and you keep being like, I want to draw, I want to be an illustrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, all right, <laughs> you get two years uh-huh. because Will Smith's dad gave him two years <laughs> to become Will Smith, so you get two years. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's such a high what? bar, though. <laughs> Whatever, explain, man. Explain the Will Smith thing. So Will Smith went to MIT. Uh-huh. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah. And he was about to join MIT and do all that stuff, but he was like, I want to be a rapper. I want to try all this stuff out. And his dad was like, I'll give you two years. He's like, if you can make headway and show like true progress in two years, I'll get off your back. Otherwise, wow. you got to go back to college. So I was like, Will Smith is the bar for everything <laughs> <Yo>! now. <laughs> but, but, wait, oh my God. God. That's the, the MIT thing. He got into MIT, and now he's a Scientologist? <laughs> he no. didn't, I didn't say he went. <laughs> sure, sure. No, like this is upsetting because crazy. think of how amazing Will Smith is with everything he does right now. Imagine if he went to MIT, all the science no, that could have come. You know what I mean? It was all <laughs> about timing. It's he yeah. was at the right time. He was a rapper, but he was like uh, he had the passion for no, it. No, well, no, like, no, no. He was he was an offensive rapper, and then he got the Fresh Prince of Bel Air within that time period, mm-hmm. basically being that persona. Will Smith would have been Will Smith in anything Will Smith does. That's. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what's gonna happen. So He'd be Will an Smith, ac- he would be an accountant just looking at people like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, raking in thirty million dollars <laughs> a summer with you don't know how good he was gonna be. You can't say that. No, Will Smith would have like got into MIT and just thrown out all those <laughs> like dumb people out like Uncle Phil. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like Jazzy? Jim? Yeah. <laughs> well, Uncle Phil's the one who threw yeah, it. Great. Yeah. yeah I w- so I was I, w- I was gonna say that I, I felt like if I could so, describe my life in one word, my drive it would be the word freedom. Because I, I never had it. I never really had freedom and the ability to choose for myself. Okay. And, and I've, I've been obsessed with freedom ever since. And, and you know, uh, being like an adult in America, freedom essentially means enough money to do what you want. Hell yeah. yeah. Which is Get fine. That money. So I, 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 I fully admit that I want to be rich because it'll just Get that give me that freedom. Get that space money, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go to space and then just float. Like free from gravity, <laughs> free from everything. Dude, but, well, um, you can do that now. Yeah. Gravity's yeah. just a thought. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. I wasn't listening earlier. I was just thinking of witty puns to respond with. <laughs> VHS. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no Betamax. <laughs> God, you're so proud of that. <laughs> I'm never gonna say it again. Okay. <laughs> Have I you might. ever dated an Indian person? Um. Well, okay. So here's where we're gonna really show who I am as a person. Jordan is my first and only partner that I've ever had. Okay. Yeah, Aww. and just never got. And I mean, that year was the year I was like, I'm gonna fart. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start trying. Fart trying. Um. I'm going to start trying, and then I, I tried with, like, four girls, 
or so, and then and then it just none of it was successful. And then I Were met Jordan, and it was successful. Any of them Indian? Uh, no. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one was Middle Eastern, uh, another was Hispanic, one was Chinese, and the fourth was white. Oh, a little. FYI, bit of here's a little history you might not know. Arabs don't like brown people. <laughs> I hope that's not the reason she rejected me. <laughs> <laughs> she said she was having an on again, off again thing with a housemate. Okay, that might be true. Yeah. Just as an FYI. <laughs> yeah, sure. There's some cultural biases I, in there. I bet. I mean, I know about all the basic, uh, basically South Indian slaves in Saudi yeah. Arabia. <laughs> so Why that's not? not a great thing. Yeah. yeah. So in Saudi Arabia, actually all of the Gulf countries, yeah, the Middle Eastern countries, all of the uh, blue-collar jobs and the shitty jobs um, are done by Indian, Pakistani, Sri Lankan, Indonesian, and Filipino people, so they're seen as second class within those countries. And Dude. a lot of them are exploited to the point where they're basically indentured servants yeah. and they can't leave. There was a couple stories about how a woman who was like from India was stuck here in Beverly Hills as an indentured slave to this uh, Saudi princess for right. a while. They take the passport. Like if there's any kind of upheaval, do they blame the indentured workers? <laughs> Like there's there's no upheaval because yeah. like there's no like there's too much oil money. No, it's <laughs> like even if you get from okay, so this boils down to mentality. Like Indian culture mentality is like as a man, you're supposed to put your family first and whatever you want is second. Right. It's actually like tenth. Yeah. So wait, what's one through nine then? Uh, family, 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 <laughs> family, 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 family. Uh, family rap career. <laughs> <laughs> you get two years to make it. Um, in Dubai, played all the Middle Eastern <laughs> rap videos yeah, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> all those South Indian Dubai rappers. <laughs> MIA and no one else. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, so with that being said, they come over to Saudi Arabia, and just with the exchange rate, even when they're doing like, uh, like a blue collar job, mm -hmm. with the exchange rate, their kids are allowed to go to private schools. They can pay for their colleges because they basically live like eight dudes to a one bedroom apartment, and then whatever money they save, yeah, they send ninety five say five percent of it back home, and they just keep enough for themselves to keep going and maintain, and that's yep. it. Yeah. So they get exploited that way because the Saudis know that they won't leave, and a lot of times they'll take their passports away from them, mm -hmm. so they couldn't leave even if they wanted to. Right. So there's not that kind of xenophobia in Saudi Arabia where it's like... There's no fear of the underclass. There's no yeah. fear oh. of their appraisal at all. Yeah, because, I mean, they... Because they, they hold all the power. Yeah, oh. they, they abuse humans to the point where it's not, like, Like, if you concern. go on YouTube and search, like, Saudis hitting Indians, there are videos yeah. of, like, them just, like, whipping people and shit. Oh, okay. Don't yeah. do it though. They don't, <laughs> don't don't give them yeah. more hits, yeah. so they get <laughs> YouTube money to do more of it. They'll be like, "Dude, we can make a channel off of this." Yeah, feet. Emron, we can start a YouTube video, <laughs> a YouTube channel. Yeah, David can get a, a tiger and then have the tiger chase you around the room, and then <laughs> I can go find a Saudi friend and <laughs> whip you. I met I met a guy that I think was a Saudi prince once. Um, oh, he doesn't even need to be a Saudi prince. No, he just, just got oh no, Saudi. yeah, I was I because I, I used to work at Radio Shack in college, and like uh, it was it was um, you hated that job. I don't I know how I know hated that, but that I job. Knew you hated that I job. hated it with a passion. I feel like you hate all jobs. That's fair. <laughs> 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 I really like my current job. Okay. Shout out to my current job, um, Catch and Release is a great company. But uh, it's a fishing company. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. You know what home. they do? They they catfish Polish people. <laughs> 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 don't say that. <laughs> 
I'm still trying to convince him that I'm genetically <laughs> inferior to him. Um, oh, this podcast is going to help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I completely forgot what I was talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? We oh, were getting my Prince. YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. getting whipped by Saudis. So, so <laughs> I worked at a racetrack in an affluent part of the city, and and um and this guy would walk in, and he was like wearing like snapbacks and like clearly like five hundred dollars sneakers, okay. and he had like blue contacts for no reason, and he was so clearly gay, like okay. so obviously balls to the wall gay, right. and and uh, he would flirt with everyone in the store that was male, and um. And, like, he was a nice guy, but he would come in and he would be like, oh, uh, what beats do you got in today? And we'd be like, we just got, like, these five boxes. And he's like, can I have all of them? And I was like, sure. Like, of course, I guess, whatever. <laughs> he was, like, he was st- he was majoring in English at SF State. He okay. was just there to dick around, clearly. And his cousin visited at one point, and this cousin was, like a, like, a teenager who, like, dressed very conservatively and was clearly, like, shell-shocked by just how casual everyone was and, like, just the culture – because, like, the, the Saudi prince himself was clearly acclimated already and was clearly in San Francisco for a reason. Uh. But his cousin was just, like, horrified at how liberal everything was. Um, it was very interesting. Uh, you didn't try to them. hang out with them and just fuck with them? I, well, honestly, well, maybe I should like, have oh tried God, to get some beats. women yeah. walking by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Where are their male counterparts yeah where's their escorts it's like there's yeah. indian people not being whipped <laughs> do something about this yeah that's probably why he was staring yeah. at me so weird he's why like, is this guy so chipper he's like why are you talking to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> where's your eight children your wife that you're trying to support yeah. i'm a free agent bro <laughs> what do you roll seven deep or, f- or eight deep <laughs> sandeep sandeep nice thank you nice um that's that's a japanese and an indian pun because san is japanese for three so uh, hopefully you guys don't dumb me as a friend after me saying gotcha. that. <laughs> Just being a giant nerd. <laughs> <laughs> You're Asian. You should have known that. Right? Well, that's racist. <laughs> I know. I know. Not as racist as people calling asking me if I speak Hindu, or if I'm a, a Hindi. Yeah, that's, people that's, get those that are my favorites. Yeah. Get people get that. Wait, is that racist? Thing. Not really, but it, it it really predicates a lot of. It's a good indicator of if someone doesn't know anything about. Okay, me. here's here's a question because I yeah. feel like you and I are different on this, like. I will hear that stuff and I just kind of roll my eyes. Sure. And I'm just like, uh, but whatever. Like I don't. Yeah, like, yeah. It yeah. seems like it bothers you. It. And and so like here's my question: You yeah. can't expect people to know everything about your culture. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't know everything about everybody else's culture. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. It's more just that I brace myself for what could follow. So are you always looking for like? The worst case scenario, like if somebody's like, "Hey, do you speak Hindu?" Um, yeah, and then well, you're like that's not. They'd be like, "Shut up, Caleb." <laughs> like, is that like that's the what I that's what I mentally that's what I mentally get myself ready for. Oh, I, I, I I grew up in a Catholic part of Antioch, okay. <laughs> in the East Bay. You know, people ask me if my people did 9/11 the morning of. You know, like it's just it's objectively no, <laughs> <laughs> objectively <laughs> racism hasn't happened to me to the level that it has to my. Latinx friends and my black friends sure. and all this stuff. They, okay. th- I've gotten off way easy and right, I've lived right. an incredibly privileged life. But like, you know, I just get paranoid because like I've still had people scream the N word at me. People give me weird looks on Muni all the time when I'm with Jordan. Like all the time, I get weird oh, looks on here's Muni. Here's a question: Have yeah. you ever been in t- in a fight? Um, no. <laughs> I should have by now. Maybe that's really where a lot of now. this is coming from. I feel like once you get into a fist fight, yeah. you'll just be like, and you win or lose, <laughs> whatever. Sure. You'll just be like, oh, this ain't so bad. <laughs> it's like fighting. It's, I mean, it could be bad, but it's not that bad. <laughs> it's like, whatever. Maybe so. I don't know. I, I it definitely seems like should've. you hear shit and then automatically you, you're well, like, I also, all your, I your defenses are up. I definitely have anger issues. That's for sure. Okay. I, I, I've, I've 
got into shout out to that car horn in the background. <laughs> I've gotten into altercations where the other person should have broken me in half. Like I, I remember I was at MacArthur Bart and I was like trying to you know when you like walk down from one platform you walk up to the other. Nah, and so I'm we don't take we don't take public <laughs> transportation. I'm like sure, <laughs> sure, okay. So I run down the escalator. I run into this dude, um, and like you know, he's how do I put this? He's what white people are afraid of when they picture Oakland. Let me put it that way. That's okay. what, that's how he dressed and appeared and acted. Sure. He, I bumped into him. I said, sorry. I was running the escalator. I feel a sharp pain in my back, and I stumbled on the rest of the es- escalator. I didn't process it because I was so intent on getting catching that train, but then I get to the bottom, and I was like, wait a second. Did this guy just kick me in my back? And so <laughs> I turn around, and I'm furious. I'm shaking. And he, g- he just goes, watch where you're going, bruh. And then, and this time, this was years ago, I need to preface this, I was a little more homophobic. So I said, you need to take all the dicks out of your mouth, I can't hear you properly. Oh. And he this was... This was before you were woke. Yeah. And he was he was surprised, and then he didn't do anything. I was really ready for him to come at me, and and then he didn't do anything, and really then... Ready to curl up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would have been ruined. <laughs> the guy was like seven feet tall. And uh, and clearly had fought before. Just imagining. Well, I'm very short, okay. so everyone is seven feet tall. <laughs> okay. You're seven feet tall. Iman isn't. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! I was waiting for that. I was waiting. I'm and sorry. It didn't come. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. That's been the end of the podcast. <laughs> um, but then yeah, and then we missed our train because he was trying to catch the same train, and so we waited. I was like so angry, and I was like, I should just do something, but that was stupid. So then instead, he sat near the door, and so I sat across from him across the train. And then I just mean mugged him the entire ride to Berkeley. <laughs> and it was hilarious because even in my, like, fury, I was noticing that he was visibly uncomfortable. He was doing a lot of, like, what the fuck is this guy doing staring at me? Is he going to stab me right now? I think he just thought I was a crazy person or something. So um, what you should learn from that is, like, you have the power. Apparently so. You yeah. Just, you just need to embrace it. <laughs> there was a guy who accosted me and Jordan out of, outside of a safe point. And he was like, I know you. And Jordan was like, I don't know you. And he's like, no, I know you. You and that pretty white blonde friend. And Jordan was like, I don't. I still don't know who you're talking. And he was like, it's me. You, you want to you come home with me? And like, I was holding hands with Jordan. <laughs> and, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I look at him. I look at him. And he goes, he goes, he goes like, fuck this guy. Come home with me. I'll show you a good time. And Jordan was like. No, thank you. And like Jordan, ha- like myself, has a lot of social anxiety, so she she was getting really upset. And then he goes, "What? What's the big deal? I'm not a rapist. I'm not a rapist." And he kept saying that. And it was like, if you have to say that once, even, <laughs> yeah. you're probably a rapist. Yeah. And he got really, really angry. And like maybe there was a part of me that was like, maybe he's upset because white women are afraid of him because he's a threatening black man. But like, mm. at the same time, maybe don't yell that you're a rapist to strangers. And so I, I I look back and I'm like, can you just fuck off, man? And he was like, he was like, let her decide. Okay, you you, you don't fucking speak for her. And That's then he started, true, though. yeah. And then he started, he started. <laughs> he's, he's like oddly progressive. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm not a rapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Let her yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then and then he was like, he was like, <laughs> so weird. It was so weird. <laughs> and then and then he's like, you're mine, he's, but you're not really mine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. He's and slightly so, woke. You can't. You yeah, can't he was hate like, let her, let her decide. Let her decide. And I was like, I was like, you're upsetting her a lot right now. Like maybe we can just stop here. And he was like, he was like, man, I bet you beat her. And this, this, uh, you're right about this. He was like weirdly protective of social issues according to women. He was like, he was like, you beat her. You probably beat her. That's why you're 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 not letting her speak right now. She choose me. And then we got to the corner, and Jordan was like tearing up and like crying a little bit. And then he notices. And so I look at her, I look at him, and I'm ready. I'm at this point once again. I, I let go of her hand. I'm ready to fight again with a bag of groceries in my hand. And I and I, I just go, I just go. You made her cry. 
And then I didn't know what else to say. I, I didn't know how to cut deep or like really get some sort of point across. So I just go, are you proud of yourself? <laughs> and then he just went, <laughs> no, no, I'm not proud of myself. <laughs> and then he like, he like hung back and then he followed us across the crosswalk. And then he was just wandering around the gas station near the bus stop and just yelling at the top of his lungs. I'm not a rapist. <laughs> and I was like, who is this guy? And why is this like the 10th time I've never gotten into a fight after starting shit with someone? Wow. You no one him, fights you, me. You cut him so deep. <laughs> I guess I did. <laughs> I, I mean, you went dad out him. Yeah, Are I did. Are you proud of yourself? <laughs> because like, I mean, I am ashamed of yeah. you right yeah. now. Yeah. That's what, what are you doing with the family name right now? Yeah, <laughs> apparently I have an ability to do that with people that I hate, like the neo-Nazi. You know what it I is? Joked about we, how lonely we, he was, and he got so angry. You're probably very dad-like without knowing it. Maybe you have a, you have a fatherly aura. I think so. <laughs> I'm I'm short and slender, and I have a pretty high-pitched voice. I don't know. If no, I but it's probably the way you speak in the beard. It's just like <laughs> I am so disappointed in you. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Don't speak to your mother this way. <laughs> Don't tell your mother that you're not a rapist <laughs> and that she should come home with you. If you're not a rapist, I'll give you two years to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> two years. <laughs> Don't rape for two years. Yeah, Will Smith didn't rape for two years. <laughs> Do you know how long it took him to make Wild Wild West? That's how long you have to prove yourself because what that's when he raped America. <laughs> Will Smith just added one extra P and he became a rapper. <laughs> he figured it out. Oh, man. Didn't, he wasn't a raper. Good old Will Smith. <laughs> All right, so you got uh, the show at the con coming up? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be at Kraken Con doing stand-up uh, uh, at 7 p.m. in Oakland. Um, I, have, uh, I have my showcase that you guys have both been on uh, at odd job it's a bar at ninth and mission in the That's city awesome. 7 p.m it's on mondays next one's tomorrow oh, every monday uh second and fourth mondays there you and go. it's a free dope. show and we have drink specials now so oh, discounts on drinks oh and they have this cool medieval uh automated whiskey yeah whiskey looking thing it's crazy yeah yeah, yeah. The, the weird drink mixer yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's a great bar uh, and we have a great show um I have that Where can people find you? Uh, I'm Tiramari on everything. Uh, T i r u, M as in Mary, A r i. Mary indeed. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why didn't you yeah. say it's something like Indian with an M, <laughs> like M for a Mongol Sutra or something? <laughs> <like that>. Nope. <laughs> and you have your own podcast? Uh, yeah, I, I have a s- podcast called Character Study. It's about Super Smash Brothers, and we just talk about characters. And you'll be on soon. Uh, and you've been on. Are you gonna mm-hmm. do a Dragon Ball episode? Because I'll do that one. I I will. So we're gonna reach the end pretty soon, or in like in a year. And so I gotta think of what I want to do next. The producer wants Steven Universe, which is also an amazing show. So what? Steven Universe. No. It's a it's a it's a great cartoon. It's okay. a wonderful cartoon. I highly okay. recommend it. Yeah. But there's a lot of great things happening with Dragon Ball Super right now. <laughs> <laughs> Are they though? <laughs> yeah. You should have an. Because uh, I've been keeping up, and it's very weird. <laughs> you should it have is, a special like okay. character study for the Ninja Turtles. I feel like a lot of people could come out for that. That'd be great. Yeah. And be able to talk about being cool but rude. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Koo, shout out to Stephen Koo, got a uh, got a Teen Ninja Turtles uh, battle board game, and it's really fun. So if you want to play that. We're also going to have you on the YouTube channel soon, so <laughs> <laughs> you can play that game when you come over to the film. Okay. Are you going to whip him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going to whip him, Ron. <laughs> That's the game, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> they whip you with turtle shells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, here, wear this Leonardo mask. Yeah, we pull out a, we pull out a, a completely laminated, like, professionally made box. Just let's whip Imran. <laughs> Just a whip in the box. I, I, you know what I thought it was? I thought it was like operation, but it has like my face on the body. <laughs> and, then, and then people go, oh, that's uh, that's me. And then they just hit me that way. There you go. Boom. Ben Carson reference too. Yeah, done. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so we can find you at Tirumari. Mm-hmm. Uh, you um, can find everything. on everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. 4chan, Reddit. Lurking <laughs> 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 on 4chan, Go Reddit. Going after <laughs> racist white people. Shout out to the Polish dude who's not going to watch this. Probably not. Uh, you're, does, you're an inspiration for Tirumari. Stop killing his free time. <laughs> uh, Seriously, I've been turning off Facebook while I work now, and I'm very proud of myself. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you can find me <laughs> at Imran the G. Find me at David Nguyen. All right. Peace. Bye.